city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 32. When last we left our heroes of Corvosa, the play was absolutely, totally still going on and hadn't finished and now we're retroactively doing Lucy's scenes. Right. Um, to do his scenes. So, Lucy, you don't know how the play is going to go yet. Oh, no. Um, Specifically, it is somewhere on the Monday, Tuesday um, rehearsal time, and you have this wide variety of NPCs sitting around the play, if there are any of them that you particularly want to communicate with. Um, (coughs) Sabrina among them. She is... Right. Because she has been cast in the role of the doubter. Yeah, how is she looking? Uncomfortable. Um, she has been, at this stage, she has been stripped out of, uh, not forcibly stripped out, but has very uncomfortably gone out back to the changing rooms, changed herself out of her, um, her heavy full plate grey maiden armour, and has come out. Oh gosh, no, no wonder she looks uncomfortable. She oh, no. has come out dressed like a poor Varesian woman. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> because that's the role that she's playing. And because the doubter is a bad person who doubts Elika's visions and mm. endeavours to uh, get the city to fall into chaos or whatever, um, it, it, she's dr- dressed very deliberately Varesian. So it's big, you know, twirled, colourful scarf. Um, so she is, she is dressed basically um, like a classic gypsy girl. She's got on a flowing skirt. Because it's that sort of play, it's actually cut quite short. It's not a mini skirt by any stretch of the imagination, but it's cut just above her knee where it should be flowing all the way to her feet. It's probably Um, an asymmetrical design or something, where it's high on one side and low on the other. You know, slightly low-cut bodice, scarf wrapped elegantly around her, and she is bejeweled up the wazoo with gems and ten rings on necklaces and all this sort of thing. Because the play is is OTT and Hollywood and preposterous. And so she has gone up for a couple of rehearsals and is awkward and unhappy, but the part that she plays calls for her to be sort of unhappy, so it's kind of working. Archibald keeps going, well, the important part, darling, is that you're trying and that people will be watching you when you try (laughs) and fail. Oh, Ashford, you're a horrible person. <laughs> and so, Sabrina has been. So Sabrina has gone off to the side. Well, Sil- Silver and Dakota are up, not making out with each other on screen, um, doing their bit of rehearsal. And this is basically in the big open dome theatre. So there's lots of little groups of people sitting around, wandering in and right. out of each other. And she's sort of sitting by herself, looking uh, kind of despondent. 
staring, staring, staring at the back of her hand, all these rings and flicking at them. Oh, so um, I haven't had my scene yet. That this this is just before. No, this is this is still rehearsals. Oh, rehearsal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just wanna <laughs> cool up to Sabrina. And yep. um, yeah, yeah. you go up and sit down next yeah. to her, and and she sort of. What do I look like? I'm, I'm just wearing the. Uh, the uh, you actually look if if you're in costume here, which yeah, probably would be. Probably. You actually look kind of Sabrina-y. Um, oh. You are you are Kyria Endrin, who was oh, the commander's right. wife for the yeah. uh, what will be the same oh, armor. Um, so you are in fact wearing like again. This has no basis in her actual history whatsoever. But yeah. you are basically wearing prop guard armor, which yeah. is you know very heavily heavy on epitaphs and color and the, the design of Corvosa yeah. etched into it and all this sort of Jeez. thing. So you, of course, do not have a helmet and full face yeah, yeah. mask because we have to see the beautiful actress. Yeah, um, and, it's, and it's 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 definitely you're wearing fake heavy armor that's breastplate, yeah. so it curves out yeah, like yeah. so. Okay, so I kind of go clonk clonk because you've got strength of what eight or something. I'm not, I'm, okay, okay, yeah, I'm more like it's, it's not made of it's not made of real metal. Oh, so it's, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a cosplay armor. Yeah, cosplay. Yeah, there are metal bits on it that clink as you move, but it's cosplay armor. Yeah, so I go clunk clunk. Because among other things, you're expected to dance and sing in this. Well, who can dance and sing? And so you you sort of sit down next to her on the store, and she she sort of looks. You actually have context for this, so you would yeah. understand why the hell she is doing this. Uh, she has taken off one of the rings, which is the least ostentatious thing she has. That is just this sort of plain, vaguely gold band. And she is just turning it and staring at it and thinking deep thoughts about rings. Ah, oh jeez. <laughs> Which would be meaningless to you, but but Lucy actually has context for this. Yes, now. yes. And she is off in her own world, and doesn't actually seem to even see you as you sit down. I sit next to her, and I put my hand on her shoulder lightly. She will look up slightly, and she oh, uh, jams the ring back on her finger haphazardly. Lucy, uh, hey. Um, Iliosa is, is doing very well. She, How are you doing? I mean, I, I knew she could sing, but, but it's, it's impressive, nonetheless. No, I ask you, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, she just completely... <laughs> yeah. And she, she sort of shrugs awkwardly. I, I, I don't think I should be here. I, I think Flora should have done this part. She should have been better for it. She's... Uh, She'd, she'd be proper at it and I'm, I'm sure she can sing or dance or what it is that the girls <coughs> are supposed to do yeah but you, you define uh, you look the part I don't think I look the part though I look awkward wearing all this stuff I mean I look ridiculous no, no Verizian in the city wears a skirt that's hiked up this high and I mean you look I mean, the military look on you is kind of. I mean, but but that armor is, is preposterous. It's but, ridiculous, you know, isn't it? I mean, for starters, you should carry more weight here. You know, <laughs> this, should, 
this should this should head up here. No self-respecting soldier is going to wear a cape. You're just inviting it to snag all the things. <laughs> no capes. No capes. <laughs> and she goes through and critiques all the things that are historically wrong with the armor and yeah. why it would afford you no protection. Were and you know. She says, she says, you know, the, the epitaphs on the shoulder may seem impressive, but they create a weakness here at the neck joint. If I came at you like this, you know, you'd see immediately. Oh, Sabrina, you're working. <laughs> Come on, I mean, this is just all for the show, I think. It's all fake. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I don't... I'm not very comfortable here. I mean, if it was something... I could handle <coughs> a crowd of Archibald said like, over 700 people fit in this theatre at a time it, if they were all coming to kill me that would be one thing <laughs> that wouldn't be a situation I need to worry about but this is this, this is different <laughs> well, I mean 700 people I'd, I'd probably get overwhelmed even if they didn't have any training but at least I'd know what I was getting into. I'd be ready for that. I'm actually a bit nervous, too. You? Yeah. But you're Chillaxian. Yeah, but I've never had this kind of experience before. But I've heard you up when you're rehearsing. I mean, you can sing and move. So and you look, but, like, it's <laughs> just on my own. I've never sang in front of people before. Well, I, I don't think you're alone there. I think lots of people haven't the It's hear. not like super, like he, he can sing so well and he performs in front of people all the time. I don't know how he does it. I, I know Iliosa's never had the opportunity to perform in front of a crowd before. Oh, I saw her. She's amazing. I, I, I guess she'd be nervous too. I mean, if, if someone like you is, then she must be. Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is that everyone's a bit nervous. So you're not alone. Uh, makes a sort of sense. I mean, what should I do about it? Maybe just imagine that you are someplace comfortable, just on your own, and just ignore the whole crowd. That's what I'm going to do. She sort of thinks about it from she You know, that's that's actually good advice. I asked Archibald about it, the, the director, and. He told me to picture the audience and the actors naked. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm really not comfortable with the way he calls the Queen darling, but <laughs> she asked me not to correct him on it, at least before the play is finished. He calls everyone darling. So. Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Be the only person... Probably the only person to have ever called me darling. Mm -hmm. But but that's reasonably good advice. I should just pretend I'm I'm not here, and and you'll be up there on stage with me for my big yes. She shudders number. <laughs> and I'll be with you. I I guess the important thing is just to just to cope somehow. Rely on my training. And then you hear, oh, how are you ladies doing? As someone sidles up to you, and it is, of course, Melia Arcona. Oh, oh no! Geez. The bush is back. <laughs> uh, she, Not you. 
Well, she is dressed in her, her in her Kyria's handmaiden outfit, um, which is basically a noble sort of evening gown, ball dress sort of thing, um, which had been tarted up already when it came out of the costume shop because it's that sort of play. You know, it's the slit up the leg to here, yeah. you know, bodice down to here. But when you look at it again, it looks like she's actually modified it some more. So it's bodice going up, you know, and slit on the leg going oh even higher. She's, it's just enough left to the imagination, but it's definitely, you know, sexy Halloween and Kyrie's handmaiden as yeah. opposed to... Um, trying, to, trying to show up Lucy handmaiden. Yeah, yeah, very... Well, you don't know her detailed and intricate motivations. And... She, no wonder Beldrag was called a she smirks, at, she smirks at the two of you and she says, so, rehearsal's going well? We're all looking forward to our big number? Oh yes, of course. I can see why... I, I, I can see why you'd be confident. I, I, can see why, I can see why you two would be confident. I mean, I'm just glad my cousin Gloria will be in the audience to support her. I mean, you, well... And she stops and looks at the two of you. Well, I've done this sort of thing before a time or two, and I know you two haven't. The important part is to remember that the audience is out there watching you all the time. And that may sound really scary to think about those hundreds of people judging everything that you do. (laughs) The important part is that you just need to look out and think about the people in that audience, the people in the audience that are there that you care about. I mean, and she looks at Sabrina, look at you here in the play. Your father must be so proud of you. And smirks at her. Okay, you have to do something. (laughs) And Sabrina just, just freezes that. Yeah, me too, actually. I just, I just glare at her murderously. Come on, she's your rival. I know. You need to I say something. Can't she actually make me a sense motive chip here? <laughs> I'm gonna hold. You. I'm, I'm holding, holding myself back. Please don't. Yeah. Oh, they <laughs> no, She's not wrong. opposing this, so I don't need to roll. I'm sensible to. Um, I think I hit. Um, yeah, you will hit that on the dice alone. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have zero. <laughs> I don't have anything, so that's just So she smirks and, and she smirks and she looks <laughs> she looks at the two of you and she says, you know, just just think about him out there. Your father must be so proud of you and looks at the two of you and you're not sure for a moment whether that was directed at you or directed at Sabrina. And then yeah. you look at her again and you realise she's actually double bitch slapping you. It's directed at both of you. Yeah. <laughs> and she has enough detail on both of you to sidle the sideways burn in while completely making it look it's a perfectly innocent, normal thing to say. You know, obviously yeah. if your father was alive, he'd come to watch you in this play. Yeah. She's a freaking tsunami. <laughs> Or and though, of course, Sabrina's wouldn't because he abandoned her. But, yeah. Yes, yes, but my point is that Melian knows that. Yeah, yeah, and obviously knows that my father's dead. Yeah. yeah. But in in absence of context, that's a relatively normal thing to say. Yeah. But she's deliberately aiming it at these two because she knows your background and she knows it's going to sting you <laughs> And she's been a bitch intentionally. Yeah. Oh, what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do something. I, I want to, but like, 
goes on, we meet handsome but shirtless um, Nakota and handsome but shirtless, or sorry, shirtless but handsome Silver, etc, etc, etc. And then we come to you have a couple of you have a couple of shorter scenes leading up to this, where Elika Iliosa comes to you and endeavours to convince you and your husband, Varric Van Kaskakin to uh, rally the people and yeah. use your force at arms and that sort of thing. But this is cutting in on your big number, which mm-hmm. is um, uh, the heroic commander Waylon Endrin and his wife Kyria listen to her. her Elika makes a public appeal, which fails because the um, which fails because the doubter stands up and tells her that she's full of it, basically. Yeah. Um, and then you and you and your husband heroically rally the populace behind her and begin uniting the city. With this, together we stand. Your big, oh yeah, that's right. Your big song yeah. number, um, <coughs> and you have been given several. This is like a, a duet song, which you have been given three quarters of in hasty rewrites because Beric Van Kaskiken okay. can't sing. Okay, <laughs> he's just pretty. He's just pretty. <laughs> Sorry, you, you keep saying Beric and I'm confusing with my character. I'm like, Beric can sing. It's play, he's played no, by Silver. Van Kaskik is the actor who is playing Waylon Andrew and can't yeah. sing. Yeah. The director looked at this and went, well, we'll work it out in rewrites. Yeah. yeah. The um, thing is, if we had more time, we'd have selected leads who had actual acting skills. So jobs, your, your part, which has been moderate, has gone to more extensive as you're now basically playing a, at least a character and a half. Yeah. Worth of yeah. Um, And so, if you desire to do any singing as you're in the player. Okay, I can try. Um, <laughs> just a short one though. Yep. Um, what is that? What's cool today? Together We Stand. Together We Stand is the, um, okay. is, is the name of the song, and it is a long one that intersperses on and off. So, <coughs> Iliosa is, I, I can lead in with bits if you desire. Okay. And you uh, the other thing is, if you want to spend a little bit of time coming up with lyrics, that's what we did last session. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just do what I do and make it all up. Good woman. Yeah. Just wing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, cool. I don't have the nerves to do that. Do you want right. me to lead you? Yeah, yeah. So, 
Iliosa is standing before this crowd, um, yeah. led by this very awkward-looking Varesian Sabrina, who's kind of doing this a bit. Yeah. Um, and she says, My people, listen to me. The fire is coming in more ways than one. We will all be judged on what we do next. I beg you to listen. She runs to someone in the crowd and shakes them, and they sort of turn away, brush her off, go back to their comrades. I beg you to listen. And she turns back to Waylon and Kyria. They do not hear. They never will. But we will listen. As a husband and wife and leaders of this city. And we will help you. We will lead the people to safety. Together we stand. Together we stand. Together we stand. And Sabrina and you call this and more of the crowd gather round as you start singing Together We Stand to listen to this and your your handmaiden played by Melia is singing quietly in the background because she's not supposed to overpower here Together We Stand in a nice little voice and Sabrina stands up and says but, 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 I doubt you, I have much to say, I uh, do not listen to this half-Varesian bitch. Oh my god! As Melia just walks in, ad-libs a line, and walks over the top of the scene, and steps in front of Iliosa, flicks a hand up to her, and says, oh, do not listen to this half-Varesian bitch, no one wants to hear what she has to say. And Sabrina freezes. Oh, Absolutely freezes on stage entirely. Oh my god. Ask, okay. her, to, ask her to speak up. Tell her um, that you want to hear her opinion. I'll, um, I'll um, sort of dance. The singing, singing number is still going? Yes, yes. It's, it's yeah. one of those songs that it, there's a bit of song dropping into speech, dropping into song. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just... Um, come in and say, how do I say? Um, Melia is not supposed to do this. She's <coughs> to stand yeah. quietly and admiringly as you mm. win the crowd over. Yeah. Um, oh. Feel free to write down if you want. Yeah. Um, or do you, would you like <coughs> a suggestion? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, She's saying, um, <coughs> don't listen to this harsh Varesian bitch, no one hears what she had to say. Yeah. And Ilios, uh, so, um, you, um, yeah. you, uh, I you mean, just, yeah, I, I guess I can go, um, I can just, like, sort of throw around Sabrina and kind of put, her, put my hand on her and go, even though people doubt, we can convince them, even though people, uh, <coughs> Don't believe we can make them believe. We will stand together. Excellent! <laughs> Yay! Kyria <laughs> <coughs> is right. This is Melia again. Yeah. Again, and none of these are lines she's supposed to have. She's inventing it all as she goes. And the, the musicians are looking faintly confused and just keeping frantically oh. in tune and extending out the medley of this. Kyria is right. 
We should listen to what this woman has to say. Clearly, look at her. This is someone whom we should listen to. Someone whose opinion we should care about. She is no Maverician street trash. Or is she? And looks at Sabrina, and looks at Sabrina again. Uh, and Lucy gets a difficulty five perception check at this. Can you pass that? Oh no, because you were zero. Yeah, yeah. sixteen. So <coughs> and you see, Kyra, you see, Melia is doing this and making this twirling ring gesture on her finger. Oh. And, and Sabrina's sort of staring at her and twitching slightly. And and again, you pick up your previous input. Like she knows, she's aiming these directly at her with the yeah. absolute purpose of crashing her and humiliating her on stage. Yeah. Now it comes down to: Is Sabrina driven by your charms or put off by Melia Arcona's? So at this point, <laughs> you need to make a diplomacy check. Oh. To endeavour, or I will, I will take any arguments you have for a better skill. But this is about getting Sabrina to overcome I'll her, her um, stage fright. It's not her stage fright. Mm. This is somebody pushing, pushing her buttons. buttons yeah. Her um, her past trauma. Her issues. Yeah. Her issues. Yeah. At least putting them away long enough to continue up with this. Well, somebody is deliberately like picking at them just yeah. suddenly in public. Your diplomacy is an eight. I'd go with that. Yeah, diplomacy would be probably. Melia, however, is going to attempt to out intimidate. Oh. Eighteen plus eight. Twenty-six. 26. She is not going to quite succeed at this. Uh, so, Sabrina stalls again. There's a little bit of awkward music, you know. Eliosa looks looks around and fills in. I am here to hear what everyone has to say. Let us let others speak. You know, <laughs> I'm vaguely at um, well, I'm vaguely at the hand. And I got, I got, I um go to the Akona cousin yeah. and go, I, I sing out um, like go um, <coughs> I tell her um, um, do not speak that way to anyone, especially the Berezians they're just like us some people <laughs> well, shut up bitch that's <laughs> 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 it too and Melia glares at you and goes to goes to retort something sharply back. You see her hands sort of curl up slightly, possibly readying the pimp slap. Um, yeah. And then Ilios, Ili, Iliosa calls out, calls, sweeps across the stage like towards you, and calls out. Kyria, bring this doubter to me and pushes you slightly yeah. towards Sabrina. Take her hand and bring her here and step several steps away from Melia Arcona, yeah. pulling the spotlight off yeah. her. Yeah. And Sabrina, Sabrina steps forward. Iliosa Elica takes her hands and says, tell me, what is, tell me what is in your heart. Kyria and I are here to listen. <coughs> and Sabrina, I... 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 I have doubts, many doubts. When I look upon you, 
I see something that I hope to see. A bright future. But I have doubts. Doubts about it all. Doubts about you both. Doubts about the future. It cannot be seen. I do not believe everything you say. You cannot be what you appear to be. So many people are not. I have doubts. It's a very awkward performance, but she is actually performing. Which means you don't acquire the automatic failure marker for the play just stops as everybody awkwardly reconceives the scene around her. (laughs) Sabrina doing it badly is much better than than Sabrina not doing it at all. Uh, And at this point... Sabrina makes her perform check. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> shall I ask Yaren as a player to roll this one? Yeah, yeah, Yaren too. Yaren, okay. can she do it through intimidation or something? Because she's doing intimidation. No. no. no my uh, performance also minus five. No, so Sabrina's, Sabrina's perform check yeah. uh, is a default of minus six. Because, yeah. of course, she has negative, unsurprisingly, really, she has negative charisma as well. Yeah. Um, then she's adding another minus five to that for a total of minus Jesus. eleven because she explicitly is, you know, this is her worst <laughs> nightmare is standing up and performing in front of a large group of people. Then she's adding five to that because <laughs> people are pushing her to overcome this. So you're rolling an Omega minus six. Yay! Come on! Do it! Do it! Oh! Yes! Okay. Got a twelve. <laughs> And Sabrina sort of gets into this, looks into your eyes for a moment as you're you're still you're holding one of her hands and yeah. Elios is holding the other as you listen to her, and she then pulls her hands away, turns sharply away from the two of you. Yes, I have doubts. Everything you say sounds so perfect, so right. Everything you say sounds so easy, so great. But life is not like that. I have found. Just when you think it is working, it all falls apart. You speak of a fire and a future that may come. I think it is a plot. I think it is a lie. Listen to me, I have doubts. Yes. Yes. Awesome. And Iliosa then sings past her, I hear your doubts and your concerns, but please believe me. Please believe us all, and takes your hand, Waylands, and together we stand again. <laughs> and one by one, the crowd begins to sing, Together we stand, together we stand. Griff and the soldados standing in the back, Together we stand, and Griff is posing slightly. <laughs> together we stand. He's trying to make sure that he, he gets the right angle. Yeah, he's trying try to get up the front <laughs> and be seen and get the chisel down. <laughs> the, um, he saw the all the recommendations for Silver, so yep. he's taking those ones. Yep. <laughs> Yep. He he appears to be um, inexplicably playing a shirtless laborer in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> He's not supposed to be, but his shirt has disappeared somewhere in the background. No the rules. I love it. All the shirts come off. I can't believe Melia did that. It's so unprofessional. And yeah. Sabrina stands up. Yeah. Together we stand. I called her a bitch on stage. <laughs> yeah, good for you. That's what and she gets for ad living. I believe that's actually where intermission comes. Nice. I can't remember where information came last week. Uh, nonetheless, so you do not accrue that failure marker. Yeah. Uh, 
you pick up another suppress. That is be success for Sabrina's. Oh, a suppress. <laughs> it's when Sabrina succeeds. So um, I've actually, I've actually prepared a little deleted scene with Sabrina. Just oh, play that. Just um, too hot. Just to so network TV. Yeah, I just wanted to have a no, no, absolutely. Okay, so I um, just this is just before we go out to um, the stage. Yep. So just as the production's scene. about to start. Oh, sorry. Just about uh, just, like, just before our scene. Yep. We, we all kind of prepared and we're waiting at the backstage. Yep. <laughs> yep. You can hear Jack on yeah. uh, on screen. The future is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just go and um, go and see if Sabrina nervous. Yep. She yep. She's be... she's just waiting in the wings for a cue and a sort of. Yeah, she's like. She's shaking, I guess. Yeah, she's she's endeavouring to sort of what you, what you'd actually see is it looks like it's sort it's of combat prep. She's trying to breathe deeply and stay focused, but she's not managing. Down. She's flicking yeah. her eyes from side to side. Yeah, so I go and um, hold her hand, and um, I just go nervous. That's a lot of people out there. Okay, so let's take a deep breath. And then, you close your eyes. Okay, I've been scared a lot before. And um, I've um, had to calm myself down and be calm. Mm-hmm. And when I try to do that, sometimes it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. I had to um, find a way to do it. And mm-hmm. this is how I've done it. Okay. <sighs> so I go... When drops on roses and whiskers on kittens. <laughs> 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 um, a sight of your enemies bleeding and beaten. <laughs> a bright colored insects, the kind with no stings. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> when the blood flows, when the hand yeah. well, Girls in plate armors in crimson recessions, explosions and corrosions and weapons that clashes. That <laughs> raven flying with the moon on its wings. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> Well, that was true. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> when the man yells, hits and threatens, when I'm feeling scared, I simply remember my favorite things, and I don't feel so bad. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done, indeed. Oh my gosh. Please tell me we got that. (laughs) Shame we didn't tape in here, but you can do it again. (laughs) Just one more. Yeah, no, no. Well done. You gotta have the sound of music. It's music Uh, for episode. And then, um. (laughs) Well done. I will call for, um. Uh. Kyria's perform check as well for the singing that Lucy was Mm -hmm. doing earlier, because we didn't actually get there. Yeah. Uh, so you are making a perform check at a plus four bonus for singing your own lyrics. Plus four, so that's minus five, so only minus one. Yep. yep. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Only minus one. Uh, yeah, so plus that's a four. Plus, um, plus charisma. Eight. Um, seven. Yeah, of course. Your big number has been broken <laughs> into pieces because yeah. Malia is literally trying to b- bitch steal the show out from yeah. under you. Uh, so you do not pass the um, you do not hit the threshold of failure, so you don't make the play worse. Yay! Yay. And it is tough. You don't have yeah, any perform yeah. skills, so that's a minus yeah. five. Mm. That's okay. Yeah. The the problem is you've learned your lines. You actually sing them quite well. You know all your marks, but Melia completely wrecks your big number mm. because yeah. And. and uh, you can actually make a quick sense motive check. Uh, everyone here can, because I assume everyone's more or less watching the play. Natural 20. Woohoo! Oh, of course you don't. Just... Yeah, <laughs> uh, Anyone lower than 16 sees Verrick Van Kassiken sort of nodding along in his bits of the song and looking at this going on, nodding away. Um, and anyone who beats the 16. Anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Silver, he's he's looking at this. He seems very slightly confused by what he's looking at, but his assumption is that he's missed his cue or his mark, and this has been arranged somewhere in rehearsal. Like, this is yeah. what's supposed to be happening. Yeah. Obviously, Sabrina is screwing it up, you know, but Melia is doing great. Yeah. She's she's doing hitting all her marks, doing all her lines. Yeah. He's he's endeavouring to not look worshipfully at her because he's supposed to be in love with Lucy's character. Yeah. Um, but he is, you know, sort of admiring her and nodding along and he thinks she's putting on a great performance here and he's really impressed by her how how well she's doing and keeping to the script and all this wow. kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> you really know, have to say that poor bad. I I'm thinking, um, if we were in the pulp yeah. setting, I can think of someone who would have taken sucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd, he'd have the hard version too. You inherently believe any story fed to you, despite the total lack of proof. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't give Pete that. That would be too much reliability. <laughs> sucker for a pretty face. Uh, so we do no, know, it's just plain old sucker. As, as it doesn't have to be a pretty girl selling. It, as, as as you would know, dear, some girls get a bonus to manipulate guys with that sort of thing. <laughs> if, they get, if they get them in relationships, you get a bonus to manipulate the guy. Jack misses the catch. It makes sense that only Silver works it out. Silver spent way more time than Verrick than the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's very possible that um, somewhere I could get more of these scenes fell in order precisely, but um, oh lord, yes. <laughs> so, Go Lucy. <laughs> Go here. <coughs> Now the singing is done and the biscuits yep. The carabines. I've been buying those for myself because they're so, so good. good. Yeah. You've done your singing, you've earned yourself it. Yeah. Oh, hell oh. yes. So. Did we get top marks on that? <laughs> yeah. Um, for the brief bit we did there, yeah. Okay. Um, so, Sabrina is convinced, sings Together We Stand. And everybody goes off stage, and that's the end of Sabrina's part in this. She doesn't have to come back until the grand finale, where she just sings generically oh, in the background. Of the yeah. So she walks off, and she she walks off, and just goes, grabs grabs something, grabs grabs a mug of ale, and starts drinking it. <laughs> now that she's off the clock, she can she can drink again, and. The rest of the play goes off swimmingly, as we've previously determined. Nothing unusual happens except for the bit where Blackjack interferes. Uh, Melia Arcona endeavours to dump garbage on the head that of the queen. So cool. <laughs> and yes. 
a mysterious fox lady and did was to murder the queen via fireball. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> it's all swimming. Mm-hmm. And to the audience, the show has gone off yeah. reasonably well. Uh, and then we cut back in catching up with real time now. Uh, you are at the... Uh, after party? Yeah, it's, it's not a cast after party because many mm. of the prominent members of the audience are here as well. It's a play after party. Yeah, it's a play after party. So, so and, come meet the actors in and, the play party. And people are just hanging out here. Uh, Melia Arcona is um, exiting stage right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Yeah, because um, Silver had a um, reasons why Melia Arcona shouldn't do shit like that conversation with her, because I leaned on my big, scary, intimidating buddy for some help. <laughs> and yeah, Urin's heard that, because I'm yeah. at the end of the... Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I'm just refreshing our memories yep. as to where we got up to because yep. that was literally the last thing that happened. Mm. So, uh, somebody whom Garin probably recognizes as uh, Justice Ironbriar, who's a uh, important man in the city of Magnamar, well the way off there, um, is saying to to Queen Eliosa, "You know, I'm very I'm very impressed with your performance." I, hadn't realised that you could sing so well. But isn't it a little unusual for the Queen to be performing? And he, he looks at her sort of pointedly and says, I heard Caterina Cavallero's troop cancelled because of the blood veil spreading through the city. And Eliosa sort of smiles at him and just sort of lightly waves off his concern. And she says, Ah, yes, well, Caterina's troop must do as, must do, must do as they must. But all in all, Justice Ironbriar, I think we have put together a fine show here. And he nods and watches her again. He's like a judge or an arbiter or something, so he's naturally suspicious and watching people. And he says, unusual to see a queen in this role, though. And she smiles and says to him, one of the first pieces of advice I received when I took up the throne in Corvosa, and she looks slightly pointedly at him, before men like you would meet with me, I was forced to rely on the advice of stranger, further-off rulers. One of them told me that a ruler does what they can for their people, but I would find myself facing all sorts of unusual challenges, and I would have to make some decisions that I had never seen coming. Performing <coughs> in this play was one of them, but I have to say I've rather enjoyed it, and in the long run, I think it will be to the good of Corvosa. And he smarts slightly at the subtle burn in there, and then you know kisses her hand, and my lady, of course I am pleased to receive you now, if I had been able to come earlier, but my duties in Magnemar, we have terrible cults and, you know, evil plots. Of, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, every city has its troubles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Blood Veil's just another problem that cities have. He's a side character. He's a side character from Adventure Path we haven't run yet. Oh, <laughs> when we get there, people might mention <laughs> Magnavar's having trouble with evil cults. And oh, nice, oh. um... A nice reference to um, another side character uh, from Adventure we're not currently running. Uh, so that scene I wanted to do... Um, Archibald is going round um, congratulating everyone, saying, oh, darling, you know, to just blanketly to everyone, you were wonderful, you were wonderful, you know. Uh, goes to Melia, you know, I love the improv, you know, fantastic work, Rara. he's sloshed. Yeah. Completely <laughs> and utterly sloshed. He's the director after our play, of course he's sloshed. Yeah, he was getting sloshed during the play, because <laughs> by the halfway mark he gnawed his nails down to the nub and was then substituting it with elven wine. Um... She's going around thanking everyone profusely. Uh, and Gloria Arcona is floating around behind him, 
having a few very quiet words with people and just passing a subtle little purse to them. Mm. And he passes rounds to all of you as well. He says, oh, <clears throat> an excellent show. Uh, this is, can be all together, or uh, we'll say all together, because yeah, it makes the yeah. You guys are hanging around together and Gloria approaches you and he says, an excellent show. Thank you all for your fine performance. We'll look forward to the Marble Dome continuing on. Thankfully, after tonight's important personages have gone back to their respective cities and a repeat of this performance won't be necessary, but another day we will run Miss Movato's uh, Abendago Cantos. In the meanwhile, I'd like to thank you all for your fine work here for the Marble Dome and pay you all appropriately to your relative level of acting proficiency. Uh, you understand that we must work on scale wages at this time. He hands all of you a small bag that makes little tinkly noises. Your adventurous senses tell you that it's ten gold. Wow. Which is, like, that's pretty poor play. That's pretty poor play for, excuse me, play. Okay. Pretty poor pay for what are major roles in a massive, um, you know, big in, in the city. Uh, it looks like this is what everyone is getting paid, however. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're all getting paid scale, every actor in here, with the exception of Iliosa, who he doesn't pay, because that would be that is... really tacky. Yeah. Even he has some limits. Yeah. Um, well, he's actually quite polite to her, apart from the patronising, which he doesn't realise how offensive that is. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's intentional. <laughs> Like, Silver, you would expect, if you were doing this professionally, you would be pulling five, maybe ten times of this for this performance. Uh, On the other hand, for somebody like Tess Soldado, who's a washerwoman, ten gold for a night's work for her and her two sons and her daughter are pretty great. And Brianna is well past the point where she should be asleep at this point and yeah. isn't and it's just bouncing off the walls and buzzing Probably and appears, to, some sugar appears to have filled her face with some of the cake that's sitting mm, around yeah. um, and um, she's bouncing on the walls going it's so exciting it's so exciting it's so exciting I got to perform a play and did you know this cake I was sad because mama took away all my sweets she said I'd bought too many and she didn't understand where I'd done the maple but now I have cake and this cake this cake is so good I'm so happy with this cake did you see me up there did everyone see me I was in the back I waved I waved mama told me not to but I waved anyway so I waved quietly and literally like this I'm going to see if I can get Gara to give her a piggyback ride because I'm a little bit small to give her a piggyback ride Oh, Karen would be quite happy to do this. <gasps> Can I be like, oh, oh, do you have the moustache still? Yes. <laughs> she puts the moustache on, climbs on Garen's shoulders. Ha ha! As a Parisian, I wish to steal everyone's money. Ha 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 No, no, he's totally a Chalaxian. Oh. As a Chalaxian, I wish to steal everyone's money. <laughs> That's the well, girl. Curls her shoulders well. And Iliosa, who's just walking past, like, looks at the stop signs, <laughs> leans down to her whispers very quietly to her, so only Garen and Jack and Rihanna would pick this up. Gives her a big wink and she says, We Chalaxians usually do it more subtly so no one notices. <laughs> <laughs> and Brianna drops her voice, I'm going to steal everyone's money. <laughs> That's it exactly. Garen taps it off on the way to get her attention. <laughs> yeah. Educate class. And I shall, with the money I shall buy cake. No! I will steal the cake, <laughs> and then I will have money and cake. 
And when people ask me what they shall eat, I shall say, let them not eat cake. Because I have all the cake. (laughs) (laughs) Man, next time we're totally putting you up there. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's kind of, and um, you know, from Jack's perspective, it's um, good money for something she was going to be doing anyway. She's not posted. I think for someone as talented as Silver, it's kind of a big insult, but there aren't actually too many people who have that... you, 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 and arguably Dakota are really probably the only two people we got who actually have the kind of professional skill of that kind yeah, of thing. And Eliosa, yeah, yeah, but you don't pay queens. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's just not how it works. Yeah, yeah. no, that's fair. Um, <coughs> we should probably tell Gloria about the incident. Which one? The the, the, yeah, the, dish, the rubbish one. Um, and uh, okay, so uh, we don't have time to talk about this in advance because we don't necessarily know he's coming over. So if you're going to do that, that's uh, your. Well, he's at the party. Like, yeah. he, if he pays you and moves off, you can have this conversation and go talk to him again. Okay, he, doesn't yeah. seem to be, he doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Okay, in that, fact, yeah. you suspect he's going to be one of the last people out the door yeah. because he, as the patron of the Marble Dome, is here glad-handing all yeah. of these various politicians and diplomats from around the place. Yeah, because he should probably know if his, if his cousin has been sabotaging his play. Well, you're assuming that wasn't his plan. Well, why would he sabotage the play? To hurt the Queen. Okay, but it, it also hurts him as well. Yeah, but it depends on which one he cares about more. There's only two possibilities, right? Either she did it on her own back because she's a bitch or because she thought it would help and he's going to be really pissed with her. Or he did the whole thing, or he's behind the whole thing. Anyway, we can go tell him if you want. I don't care what I, I don't care what he thinks because, you know, he's a get- A little bit of drama in the family wouldn't hurt. Thus far, nobody, uh, thus far, Sabrina is the only one aware that the, <clears throat> of the fireball incident. Yeah. Um, and nobody is aware of the garbage incident. Yeah, except okay. that we told Melia we saw her do that. Well, yeah. yeah well, You'd yeah. have to presume Melia is aware of it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she was the one. Uh, Sabrina knows about the fireball and states because we told yeah, her. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah, what I said. But Sabrina is the only one. Right. Iliosa knows nothing of either of these. No, well, no, I kind of assume Sabrina's going to tell her about the fireball thing. She may not, but that's what Jack assumes. Um, it's up to you. If you think you know more about, um, actually, uh, uh, Jack will Jack will start to say you know more about you know you know lots of stuff as you know a bard. <laughs> if you think it's a good idea, we can go with that. And Lucy rubs the spot where she doesn't have a ring of discernment. <laughs> can I do a, a check to see whether or not um, Silver would think it would be a great idea? Because I think it's. I think wisdom I think check, maybe a wisdom check, or uh, uh, or a civilization check. So it sounds like I, a civilization to me. I won't actually. I, I don't think I'll actually call for any check here because I I don't see a situation as the GM where this goes disastrously wrong. Like presumably you're not going to brace <laughs> it in, in. Well, yeah, wisdom. wisdom. <laughs> okay, so not civilization. No. Okay, come on, dice. Back me up. I need it. Oh, I got a four. <laughs> That's a three. <laughs> no, it's a wisdom check. Oh, a full yeah. wisdom. Okay, it's a twelve. Yeah. So uh, sorry, thirteen. You no, yeah, thirteen. You you have no real idea. Yeah, you received no further information from the GM. Yeah. Silver is left with whatever impression the character. Okay. <laughs> this could end badly. <laughs> okay. Um. <sighs> yeah, I should talk. I should talk to Gloria Arcana about it. 
Okay. I'm going to go along for the ride. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, um, the two of you drift. The two, yeah. two of you drift across the party. Um, he is talking to some um, reasonably reasonably attractive late twenties um, blonde sort of Russian esque looking woman, mm. and you know is, is kissing her hand politely, and and this is. Unusual to find a woman in a position in a position as refined as Grand Diplomat. Don't you find being away from your home and children difficult? And, <laughs> and she sort of, you know, just very, very slightly raises her eyebrows and says, oh, Lord Arcona, there are a great many challenges in diplomacy. And at that point, as the two of you approach to, to interrupt, she sort of looks to the side and sees you and, ah, oh, but it appears you have other company. Do not let me delay you with my mere womanly yeah. concerns. <laughs> dig, 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 dig. <laughs> she just sprints off. Like, go, go, sweat lava. <laughs> well, see, Lucy would understand this. You know, she could see him on fire if she wanted, but it is a party. Oh, and yeah. you're not supposed to do that sort of thing. Exactly. Well, also, he's not being like viciously mean to her. No, yeah. he's just he's just creepy. He, it, it's he's patronizing, and he very <laughs> obviously doesn't think a lot of women in positions of power. Yeah, yeah. Wh- whether that's because he's a douchebag who genuinely thinks, uh, who genuinely thinks that women are weak, need, and can't aren't up to the job. Or whether it's because he's just kind of ignorant or whatever. Yeah. But yes, I just thought you could relate to the... um, I could regain our... You you could be deliberately patronising because you're an evil Mm, asshole who thinks women are stupid. And you can be ignorantly patronising because you're just an idiot. Yeah, I I don't think Cohen is an idiot, but I think he genuinely thinks he's coming off as this smooth, classy guy who just cares about the feeling of the delicate woman. He can also be a highly intelligent trader who's an intelligent person who just has that particular weakness in mm. that specific field. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's I think he is actually a pretty good politician. Yeah, yes, he, he's just got that one blind spot. He turns to you. He, he turns to you, and sort of not not silver, Jack. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. I think it was as good as could be expected under these trying circumstances. I'm sure we'll be looking forward to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be looking most forward to a professional performance <coughs> in Dago Cantos. Needless to say, I'll make tickets available for you. Um, and the people of the and the people of the city, of course, have had a wondrous time. <coughs> I'm so glad that I personally accounted for 300 of the ticket sales tonight to be passed out to the people of the poorer districts of Corvosa. None of whom, it must be said, are here for this party. They were here for the play. Yeah. This is genuinely what he's done because this was one of his pitches, mm. was that the theatre would mm. be have a bunch of seats set aside for the poor. Mm. It was for... It, what it was supposed to be was there's rich tickets and then there's poor tickets that are the equivalent of, you know, $10 a piece that you can only buy if you live in these districts. <coughs> yeah. In this particular case, he's comped a whole bunch of people with mm. Yeah. Because this is his, his grand PR pitch. Yeah, that and, was, and he will just begin to talk at length about how wonderful yeah, his was, yeah, that, yeah, that was nice of you. Yeah, well, I thought that was really cool. Um, so, so like, I, I assume you wanted the play to go off without a hitch, though, right? Well, as well as we could expect it under the circumstances. And you didn't want anything intentionally to go wrong, did you? He looks kind of blankly at the very loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> says, oh, of course not. Well, there were some things that went on during the night. 
And behind the scene. Oh, were you having crises, crises backstage, were you? Not so much backstage. One of them was above the stage. Oh? Yeah. A certain cousin of yours didn't take a very good shine to people having the centre stage. Um, if you are hoping to pin this on Melia, you probably want to name her, because there are actually three Arcona cousins in yeah, this yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna get there. He's, he's yeah. just leading up to it. Uh, what are the other two's names? Uh, oh dear. Shanda was up in the ringing. She hasn't fallen, has she? I'd have hoped no. I'd been advised by now. Not here. Melia. Melia's fallen? No, no. You saw her walking around before. I'm, I'm sure I did. Yes, she seems to have left his eyes sort of scanned the room vaguely. Yeah, well, she set up a, a little bit of a, an incident in the background of the play. I'm <coughs> afraid I have no idea what you're talking about, my dear boy. Um, if you go backstage, you notice... Did they clean up the rubbish? Not quite certainly, by the yeah, yeah. The, um... She rigged but, up a... But several people saw it up there because yeah. it went splat... A little bit so it went splat anyway. Mm. Yeah. She rigged up a bag of garbage to drop on the Queen. Mm. And, uh... But me and Garen caught it before it could land. And he... he looks at Jack and gives you a vaguely appreciative nod of, uh, you know, not so much acknowledging what you've said as fact as, ah, thank goodness somebody's actually told me what the, yeah, f- what the hell this is. Can I, can I have a sense motive on this guy? Because I want to know whether or not he's, he's, pl- he's pleased that he yeah. got cleaned up. He, or... he, he immediately responds with a, a slightly <coughs> confused, really? My goodness. And yes, you can yeah. do. <laughs> Come on, I want high on this one, please. Uh, Twelve plus so oh, it's nice. 23. Nope. Ah, oh, you asshole. 17. <laughs> Gloria Arcona, oh. perfectly um, poised politician, looks... Says, My goodness. Damn it, I uh, wanted to get that. Are you, cert- are you certain it wasn't just... Are you certain it wasn't just an accident? You receive oh. nothing from the GM. You, you can totally draw your own conclusion that he's lying or knows all about it or is a completely ignorant head. Uh. I saw her. Um, I saw her talking to the stagehand, and then he was um, and paying him some money, and then he started trying to lower the thing. He didn't know what was in it. I think you might be misperceiving the situation. Uh, my dear cousin Melia has always had a weakness for unsuitable boys. Well, it's your it's your lookout whether you believe us or not. But I, I, I know what we saw. Yeah. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for us, it would have been a bit of a messy situation for the play. Whether that's what you care about most, of course, is your business. Well, no skin the, off my nose either way. Thank goodness you were there to save the day, then. Yeah, well, that wasn't the only incident that she tried to disrupt the play. Oh. She also tried to disrupt the play during um, Lucy. Lucy scene was it? Uh, it was Lucy and yeah, yeah Lucy and Sabrina. Okay. Well, no, I suppose not then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd keep an eye on her if I were you. Because that's going to get you into trouble. Most <coughs> sure. I do keep an eye on dear Melia. After all, I do have a strong investment in the health and prosperity of all the members of my family. Just making sure. I wouldn't want to see you... Uh, I wouldn't want to see a, a shiny new play theatre go down the flames. 
said that in this city? Wow. <laughs> Do you want to roll an intimidate check? Given yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take intimidate check. Given that, you've done a, given that you've done a perfect threatening straight line, you might as well actually threaten him. Um, uh, 27? I'd see if they'd have some. I don't think I will. Take me seriously, damn it. He looks wearily at you for a moment. As I say, I will be careful not to take too lightly any threats to my family, my property, or my interests in the city. Most assured, I will be taking what you say very seriously. That's good. He's watching Silver. He's he's not scared of you here, obviously, because he's not going to be. You're clearly not going to stab him or set him on fire right here and now. But he is uh, wary, I think is the word I'm looking for, rather than scared. He is watching you. Congratulations, you're now on our coldest radar. (laughs) So Jack will at this point tuck her hand upwards, obviously, into Silver's arm. Come on, um, anyway, we've given him the warning. Let's um, go, Mingle. <laughs> He'll give him a, a salute and, and head off. Mm. He goes back to some of his people and starts having a quiet word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and once we're significantly... Um, uh, th- that may have been a little too much the other guy. Jack says in the very quiet That is so <laughs> something Octavia would have done. be a shame if someone burned down your theatre board. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, that, was, that was totally... Um, if well, you ever want to go into a business as a mob hit man, that's totally the yeah. you want to strike. He has more going on the other thing of Melian doing it. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I figure it's perfect because the theory is, you know, being threatening like that is, you know, mostly you keep it off, but occasionally it switches so <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Sometimes, like, sometimes the volume down. Yeah, sometimes yeah. the unit more yeah. down just wants to well, come it's, out. It's nicely ambiguous about yeah. whether it was, you know, a threat against the theatre or just circumstances yeah. or Silver threatening him yeah. or, you know, threatening him about Melia. Because that's exactly the kind of thing Octavia Mandravius would have done. She'd yeah. never settled for something as as paltry as, I'm going to stab you in the gut now and watch you bleed to death on the floor here. It's, I hope your business doesn't have a sudden accident. It, it feels like if you're at a Wayne party, Bruce Wayne's covered with two mm. ladies on his arms. Yeah. You said something wrong and he's just switched onto Batman for half a second. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, what the hell was that? Should I see that? <laughs> Awesome. Uh, and those of you who do have it can actually roll me a knowledge civilization check. Yeah. Ooh. I can do that. Oh, I rolled it. You said those of us who have knowledge civilization. Yeah. So well, not the me. others of you aren't there. Yeah. DG20 yeah. plus DC. Yeah. Sadly, knowledge 12 only got 18. Oh, Research. you got higher than me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys, what, what you two are aware of of the Arcona family, obviously mm-hmm. there's all the stuff you know about it. <laughs> There's plenty of them. Glorio is the patriarch of yeah. the house. He has no direct wife or children, but he has bundles of cousins yeah. who are some combination of Chilaxian and Vudran blood. Yeah. Uh, Melia is one of them. Um, you imagine that there is probably some sort of infighting and politicking in amongst his house because it just when you have enough 
normal members it happens Mm. but you have no knowledge whatsoever of whether it's actually happening whether it's just mild whether it's deep (coughs) how how much of this plot Melia would be running on her own Mm. if they have the sort of house where she wouldn't dare do this sort of stuff without Morio's permission you just don't have the yeah. Because these are literally like the secret political workings of yeah. the inside of their house. And they're so secret for a reason and they keep secret yeah, as much as possible. With that role, do we know if Melinda's ever been seen in the sunlight? It's actually a very good question. <laughs> and the answer is yes. Yes, she has. Mm. Among other things, you yourselves have seen her in sunlight here uh, in the last day or two. <clears throat> But, Garin, as you think about this, it does occur to you that you didn't know where Griff was. <laughs> <laughs> he was on stage for that brief you know, period. That was a bit... Yes, but Griff. that was only after yeah. Blackjack yeah. turned up. The, the bit where Blackjack was there was a bit where Griff was backstage changing between extra costumes. Mm. So, you know, if he could change fast and quickly, get on, do his thing, get away, <laughs> he could have actually done it in the background. No one would have seen Flash anything change. unusual about him changing. And the other thing is... Gara did actually see Blackjack. He got that information <laughs> yes. second hand. Yes. So yeah. the time he's in his Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, when I when you said that, have we ever seen? I flash back. What I hear is, when was the last time you did anything during the day? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or outside the city. Well, no one in this campaign has ever left Corvosa. No, that's quite <laughs> true. Alright, so we go and join the group. You've got all these people turning up claiming to be from the River Kingdoms and make them up. I'm going to rejoin the group again. Um, So, there was a lot of incidents that went on that um, tonight. Alright, and at this point we will catch each other up on what's happened. So we have some context for the the Blackjack Wizard and all that kind of stuff. And I think most crucial, I'm sure we're all glad to know about just how much of a bitch Malia Arcona is, Mm. but I think the key piece of information is there is a Kitsune out there who attempted to assassinate the Queen. And Jack, you wouldn't have missed those catches about Melia aiming at Sabrina as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, Among other things, it suggests that she has a lot of knowledge about who Sabrina is and what pushes her buttons. And whoever picked up on the um, Melia Arcona is just faking being a dumb boomerang. That was silver. Her yeah, mind yeah. is clicking away. Has dealt with related it to the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. So I think what we find, what we know now, is that Glorio and uh, Melia are both pretty smart and onto it. What they're doing, they're doing yeah. for a reason. Whether they're working completely in sync or she's just going off and doing yeah. her own things. She knows lots of stuff she probably shouldn't know. I know. Mm. She knows quite a lot about us too. Yeah, we got to watch out for them. But hopefully they're not... It dep- sort of depends a bit whether they want to rule Corvosa or, you know, whether they're super evil. I don't think they're probably in on the plague, but they might be. We don't know. But whatever happens, there's a Kitsune out there who's trying to kill Eliosa. Yella- What's Kitsune? And we're going to trap Fox. It's the Fox Lady? She, oh, was, right, she was in the... She, yeah. she was the one who gave the... Uh, guy who gave me the wand, yeah. the wand of fireball instead. There's a Kitsune lady out there who's trying to kill the queen, and we're going to solve that problem by finding her and stabbing her to death. And more importantly, I, I want to know why Griff simultaneously wants to be on the stage, displaying himself out to all the ladies like in a, a completely wrong outfit for his character. Silver's obviously pissed off at him doing that, taking all the ladies' attention. <laughs> Yet for some reason he wants to stop the play. I don't understand that. 
That's more important than a kitsune who just tried to get <laughs> use me to murder the queen? He got some of the crowd's favour away from me. <laughs> okay, Jack's going to stare at you and then actually turn and walk off. Also, sorry, was there a claim in there that Griff was trying to stop the play? Well, yes, as in like, because he's blackjack. Yes, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. So yeah. that yeah. Convincing Jack, silver. that context doesn't make any like you no. look at it and you don't know how Griff was trying to stop. The no, place, no, so not but, I, but I am, however, extremely pissed at this point. So I'm just going to at this point <laughs> and and just leave. <laughs> and um, we, we can so uh, maybe have a, we can uh, possibly try the briefing session another day. But Jack will just walk out at that point. Okay. <laughs> I just missed a lot. I think I was trying my best to spend as much time with Sabrina as I can. <laughs> well, I don't know why Griff was trying to stop the play. That's so weird. Griff? Yeah. Well, he's obviously Blackjack, right? I am. No. No. No, why, have why you, not? Have you ever seen them both in the same place, Lass? I don't think... I don't think Griff is Blackjack. He's so dumb. Or is that what it wants you to think? There's a lot of people in this room which are very good at faking it. <laughs> I have to say, it's getting more convincing every time you say it. The GM's taking notes. After as, all, as long as I don't contradict myself, I have three lots of my flaws this <laughs> After all, he's in with the Invadravises now, so he's got connections to information that he didn't used to have. This is true. I'm wholeheartedly opposed to this plot as a player. I just want to put that out there. Blackjack is way too cool to be rough. Exactly. As a player, as a player, I agree. But it's just fun floating this. Griff is too dumb. I think it's a woman. But in any case, I'm not participating in this conversation because Jack has actually left and gone home. Yes. Yeah, I imagine this is probably taking place outside of the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. loudly yeah. speculating about who Blackjack yeah. is in front of God and everyone. Uh, yeah. At that party, um, Sabrina and Nakota basically no-show it to the extent that they possibly can. Yeah. They show up, shake a couple of hands, and disappear within like ten minutes flat of this. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, no Silver wasn't trying to downplay the Kasumi thing. He still had the blackjack rolling in his in his brain. Yeah, and, 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 and it's probably more helpful if you tell my character <laughs> rather than me. No, no, I, I, I can it's, it's the after yeah. party. He's yeah. slightly drunk. Yeah, he's he's, 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 he's an he's, artist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and probably a bit of a diva. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, he's, he's just been he's just been rolled up with the whole Arcona talk, and now it's all about blackjack and and how how he's stealing the show and trying to stop the show, and he's so freaking confused. Why would he try to be stealing some of the stage from him and also yet trying to stop the show at the same time? What the actual hell? It is a very <laughs> particular type of bard thing to do. Yeah, it's not all bards, but. Yeah. This particular bard. Um, he's still trying to get over some of his, his mortal illness. <laughs> Have they tried asking around who, um, if anyone else is in the box lady apart from this girl? So I, I live no. for the same I'm going to follow Jack and I'm going to follow Jack and catch up with Jack and ask. We're going to ask. Cool. So yeah, I'll just like to play Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. alright, yes. You yeah. um, find Jack without too much difficulty yeah, yeah. once you actually start looking because yeah. she keeps an eye on it. And so, 
Hey, sorry, I just had to get out of there. Yeah, I don't think we've... Oh, God, I don't know what they're thinking. Bulls are being weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> wait, what, you, what about Griff? I didn't understand what he was even talking about. I, they think that Griff is Blackjack. Oh, that again. I told them that's... I don't know. Nonsense. It's, it's nonsense. Blackjack is a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and really girl. awesome here. Yeah. Totally well, of course guy. I am. <laughs> 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 anyway, sorry, what did you want to so, ask? So, um, the fox lady... This is really weird. Um, I, I never even heard about these things. So I, I was wondering, like, have you had a chance to ask around and see if anyone? No, <coughs> I was. I guess I was going to ask, but in civil law, the fox lady isn't important. The queen getting assassinated isn't important. Only mice me, me <laughs> stealing is important. Let's go and ask around. So All right. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll we'll do some asking yeah, around. Like, like at this stage, you're not <laughs> going to be asking let's around let's because it's eleven o'clock. Yeah, let's tell you what. Let's go back to bed. Yeah. Let's go to bed. It'll all see. Uh, oh, maybe yeah. I'll, you know. Maybe we can try again with the talking yeah. to other people. Maybe Silver will be more sensible in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so yeah. Oh my yeah, god! It brutally punches down Silver. Uh, no, so perhaps okay. you missed the catch. No, no I didn't. Okay, he was yeah. enjoying the night. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what Silver just did was pretty offensive to Jack, and she yeah. was pissed. Yeah. If you were pissed, yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying that Silver was still buzzing from a great performance. Yeah, Jack yeah. was um, devastated that somebody tried to tried to essentially murder her by torture. Yeah, that 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 wasn't a little thing that Silver blew off. And yeah, it, it, I know, I know. He'll probably he'll wake up in the morning and go, "Oh, I did that." Yeah, Silver's Silver's buzzing. It's so. like at breakfast next day, like, why was she so pissed about that? I mean, woman, you know, the Queen didn't get hurt, and if she had, then wait. Wisdom check failed. <laughs> and I Wait, check it be up for Richardson. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the thing in, in Silver's head, he can survive a, a fireball. And therefore so, everyone can. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's not in a mental state where he's sitting there going, well, the Queen can't. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the, the penalty for attempted regicide is exactly the same as the penalty yeah. for successful yeah. regicide. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that they... It, it's the harshest possible punishment because regicide is the one crying the kings and queens of Corvosa want to discourage more than... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, Sabrina's would investigate yeah. So, yeah. Um, do we in fact meet up? I mean, Jack is, yeah. um, had been calmed down by Lucy sufficient to hook up with the group. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get to that, yeah. uh, <laughs> Jack, that night, yes, uh, when you sleep, yes, you knock, knock, knock at your window. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. As long as it's not the vampire again. You go to sleep, and when you wake, when, when your eyes open and you stir. You are standing back on the stage. The play is happening around you in a very odd, very obviously dreamlike way. People are moving slowly. Their costumes are flickering in and out. Um, And Iliosa in particular keeps changing out for something much closer to the real Elika. Uh, Because, of course, you have not had this scene yet because we didn't do it. Because um, we were waiting to see we were what happened. Lucy to yeah. finish her bits, and the sort of weird dreamlike play is going on around you. And Jack is immediately aware of what is happening here. This is not a uh, you are not confused by your circumstances. Yeah, put it that way. And I will do what is right. 
and Iliosa turns and runs into the flames, which surge up around her, this time just consuming her full on instead of the fireball going over her head. And then Elika herself walks out, dressed in very plain, non-slutty Varesian garb. Yep. Um, sorry about the play. (laughs) I know it's probably not actually very close to what really happened. Elika sort of looks around at... It, it's a weird dream logic thing you've got in the background. Wherever you look, there's an important scene of the play all happening simultaneously. She glances over there when Nakota is cradling Silver's shirt. <laughs> and Elika yes. looks at this. Those two don't and, exist. <laughs> and, and she says, Honestly, it has always faintly amused me in some way. <laughs> I really feel that my life needed to have a bunch of handsome men fighting over me written into it. <laughs> It was not my fate that it would be so, but if the tale amuses and the true history is not lost, it does not, it it more amuses than harms me. Oh, well, that's good. Because I had a lot of fun, but (laughs) I did feel kind of weird about it. You see this, this, like, giant Jack Martin looming over the (laughs) background, twirling. I can see that. No, whatever other role I have to play in the future of this city, whatever sending of me is still left by Phorasmus' grace, it will not be troubled by laughter. Laughter is never troubling. It is something the city needs, and something that tonight it could not have lived without. You have seen... You have been told by your queen, and you hear Iliosa's voice over the background doing the info dump she gave you to start with, trade deficits, you know, Mark has been called in, blah blah blah. What would occur if the show had not gone on? There are other events of which significance even I am not certain of the future that will come from them. And at this you see this strange doubling effect, one of which you flick the fireball over Iliosa's head, it burns her arm slightly, she falls down patting at it just like what happened. The other one of which it hits her dead on. And that just stops and disappears entirely with no resolution shown to you of any kind, not even whether she's dead, alive, let alone the long-term future of it. Um, My concern is for what would happen when the show stops. And the theatre scene pulls back and you are looking out into the crowd of the theatre but it is the city itself little static scenes from it dozens and dozens and dozens of them sitting all round and Elika looks at you it would have been a slow death quiet but no less terrible for it you see Justice Ironbriar leaving with a scowl on his face. You see that blonde woman heading back to the River Kingdoms, crossing off something on a piece of paper. This is Corvosa's without you, Corvosa's weakness is exposed. The Queen stands alone, perhaps even dies alone. And, and the city, those around see that Corvosa is weakened and falling. It would be quiet deaths of a thousand small things. Trade stops from outlying farms. Markers are called in from banks. 
those who have family elsewhere leave. And when they leave, they carry an unseen hand with them. And you see a bunch of wagons leaving the city of sad, empty-looking people. But they don't seem to perceive it at all, but they've all got serious blood veil all over their faces. And the wagons are heading out across the river kingdoms and off to Magnamar and that sort of thing. Um, and then there are the even more distant ripples. And she gestures to one of the little scenes happening in the crowd... And you see a husband explaining to his wife, I, I'm sorry, there's just no more work at the harbour. That nobody wants nobody wants to take fish that might be contaminated with blood veil. And she sort of takes his hand, looks at the little baby down in the crib, and says, It's alright. We'll get by for money. Somehow. And then it just fades entirely to black. And Alka turns back to you. The ripples of what you have done here will flow. I'll make sure you <laughs> The ripples of what you have done here will flow endlessly. Hundreds of slow deaths, none, from, none directly from the plague, will not occur because the show went on. Confidence has been shown. Thank you. And where there is nothing else to carry the people, hope will carry them further than anything. There's 653 lives I see echoing through the city that would not be there without you. Yes. Yay! 653. Wow. That's actually not as many as I thought it would be. Oh, that's cool. It's quite a lot, but like in comparison to the size of the city and the number of people who would have left, the way that she's describing. Yeah, but that says that those are the people that die... As a as a as a direct indirect result of this play <coughs> this night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Plus, she's not counting the deaths of the people outside the city that mm. would have happened from the contamination. Yeah. But I think also that would have done the city damage. It wouldn't have single handedly destroyed it. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. it would have decimated it to yeah. a large degree. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's tripled your last count from yeah. stopping plague rats. Spreading um, actual yeah. across the city. Yeah. So, thank you. It's just, it. I think it helps us to have hope. The city looks to know what's happening. The city's. It's pretty bad out there. That is what I am here for. To give you hope. And steer the fate of the city, so that it does not die here. She will not be permitted to kill it. Who's she? Pied princess. Yeah, al- almost certainly. <laughs> yeah. No, she won't. And um, Jack gives Alica a firm nod. Yep. And um, then a little curtsy. Uh, and yeah, Jack, you, you, I think, have sufficient context for this um, here. What you are actually dealing with here is um, when you, and you, you fade out on this dream and yeah. then wake up from the next morning feeling perfectly refreshed and when you're sort of reflecting on this and thinking about it you're vaguely wondering because Elika is supposed to be dead and her spirit is supposed to have passed on but it's still here because Corvosa has a lot of uh, spirits hanging around Zalaras and Dane among them and in a way that's kind of religiously troubling because as a follower of Phrasma she sure should be favoured to mm. pass on to her given afterlife instead mm. of kept around in some fashion. 
Do you think what you were dealing with here is not actually so much Elika's ghost, per se, as Elika as the Herald of Phrasma? Her her, field, her sphere of influence probably doesn't extend outside of Corvosa because Elika is such a Corvosan thing. Mm. You would not see her if you were a Phrasman follower in Mwangi, say. Mm. Um, it's still very cool. But here, she's, she is here in her position as a herald of Phrasma. That makes sense. That's really cool. Mm. So you don't see a ghost, but rather a spirit. Yeah. Mm. Which gives her a wide variety <laughs> of um, ridiculously godlike powers, which she's not allowed to use. So. Mm. Yeah. Because that's how it works. Except yeah. sometimes she is. Yeah. Like saving Jack's life, for example. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. But in small, subtle ways, she didn't yeah. save your life by walking in and going, Gadrin! Finger of death. Yeah. <laughs> Although that would be totally awesome. Yes. Yeah. But slightly time. anticlimactic for the campaign. <laughs> yes. Half an hour in, Gadrin's dead. Let's move on. Um, so, um, with the next day dawning, Lucy makes a check to see if she's cured of her blood vow. Yep. Oh, that's right. And the yeah. good news is that this play has not actually exposed anyone to blood vow. Sweet. Yay. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> that's what everyone was worried about, was there was going to be blood vow <clears throat> city. Yeah. That's a big get out of people. Lucy, you... Actually, if the rubbish had fallen down, I wonder whether or not people would have gotten blood valve from the rubbish. That was a question. Not unless they were uh, When you wake up the next day, Lucy, you're feeling pretty good. Are you down anything? Yeah, I'm down one person. You heal that, naturally. So Yay! When you wake up, you feel like yourself. You've got like the slightest lingering remnants of a bit of a cough and a sore throat and that, but you are getting over the blood veil as opposed to getting further into it. You have made your save. Yay! Yay. And that's... Is that two? Is she... That is two, yes. Yes, so she is. Yay! Yes. We can all be attractive people again. Yeah, the cure ring does not heal your attribute damage, but the time heals yeah. your attribute yeah, damage. Yeah, but she's now fully so attribute damage free, so... Yeah. So I'm going to propose that we have arranged to all meet for lunch and catch up some more, yeah. and that um, Jack will actually take a route which enables her to talk to Silver a bit before we actually all meet yeah. up. So uh, Jack kind of appears on your as you're just walking along on your way to where <laughs> knocking we're on the glass. <laughs> we're, we're, we're meeting for lunch. Hey, oh hey Jack, you're looking a little glum this morning. Um. I figured you you had to. Did you realize I was upset last night? About what? Sorry. <laughs> He's a guy. Like there's there's, there's yeah. a lot of things she could have been upset yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of things that happened last night. What were you specifically talking about? Um, it was what you said about sure. you know the where the Griff up staged you, or possibly whether he's blackjack being more important than the thing that happened with the Queen and stabbing the Kitsune lady. It's um Oh, no, I was just I was just mostly joking around with the Griff thing. I I but you Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah, the the Kitsune thing though. Um I'm just really mad at her oh. because she tried to make me an accomplice to murdering the Queen. Wait, wait. Shoot. Okay. I see what's going on. Give it a minute. No, if you'd murdered yeah. the queen, you'd. Oh. <laughs> I thought you figured that out, but I, maybe I, I I didn't allocate for uh, what a big thing it was for you. I mean, you had a pretty big role, and I know you're pretty good at that performing stuff. Maybe you were just I... a bit into that. And didn't... 
Okay, okay, I'm not so. I'm not mad. Problem is, Jack's not used to dealing with guys. I, I, sorry, I, I, God. So we'll we'll bend down to her level. Yeah. Can I forgive you with a hug? Yeah. Jack will give him a little quick hug and then duck away. She's she's getting used to it. It's just um and as we start walking again, it, it's just um the thing is I don't know. I think maybe like like the stuff that you do, singing and that, you know, people wanna hear that. you know, you're pretty popular. I've been out to a few of the clubs and that and listened to you. You know, people like like what you do. It's not really like that when you're, you know, a thief. No, I no, it's, I it's, it, it's you know, I think a lot about what I used to think a lot about what would happen if I ever got caught. You know, that's why I carry a lot of knives. And this is oh, this this okay. There's 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 no this is not me trying to trying to say that what I did was right, but. This is my excuse. <laughs> I, I guess a lot of it is still me getting used to this. This not being Bordell thing. Like, it's, it's okay. Bordell, he, he wouldn't have cared about all the other stuff, just the stuff that happened to him. No, I get that. I really do. Sometimes it's, I guess maybe I'm the same way. Like, it's pretty bad that someone tried to murder Iliosa, and I guess maybe I should be more upset about that. And if someone had just tried to murder Iliosa and not tried to frame me for it, that's the part I'd be upset about. But to be honest, I'm a lot more upset that someone tried to frame me. Yeah. Because they'd have tried to kill me, and not quickly. You would have been done for genocide, for, for regicide. Yeah. Just like what would have happened to Trinia if we hadn't gotten her out of the city. And just like Trinia, I'm no one special. I'm just a street rat. They weren't, that, that's why they went after her. That's why they didn't go after old Gloria or any of those people. It was because she was perfect, right? Not Chalaxian. Not anyone important. Like that bloody play last night. You saw them. You'd really think all the Varesians were cowardly scaredy cats and all the Chalaxians were brave and noble. Oh, fuck them. I know you're not like that. You're all into this. Even if you are pure-blooded, you're all into the Chante and that kind of stuff. You're way down with the lowlifes and the underclass. They're not lowlifes, but I get what you're trying to say. It's, you, no, I know you're not like that. You wouldn't do something like that. But this Kazumi lady, she's going to be sorry she tried to make me her mark. That's all I'm saying. She came after Iliosa. I'll, I'll be beside you for that. Yeah. If I um, if I get the chance, I'll bring Sabrina in as well. Because if we bring <laughs> Sabrina in, you know she'll get a good seven. Yeah. Won't see a lot of justice done there. <laughs> justice is not what Jack's looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was. That's, yeah. The, that's the person that caused the regicide. There won't be any justice. There will be slow, painful death. Yeah, it will be blood. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry I got so mad. You just didn't pick up on what was going on, and that's not a big thing. Yeah, there was a lot going on last night, and you did great. You sorry. were a really, you were a really good romantic lead. 
had a lot of fun on the stage. Me too. I a like being the, I like being the villain. It worked. It would have worked a lot worse without Garen to be my legs, though, because I'm a bit short for a villain. <laughs> <laughs> would have made a very amusing villain. Right? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll try that another time. <laughs> All right, and that's and cutscene. Yeah. No, basically, yep. Silver's still progressing as. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, I fixed it, and Jack's fine now. So. Yeah. I also wanted to have a moment where we had a little black black Jack kind of talking about black Jack scene, like, and it skipped right over it. I was yeah. like, wait, no, I can tie this in. <laughs> so, so sorry about that. I nope. think we are skipping to downtime again. Yeah, I um, think um, chatting as a group then downtime. Okay. I guess. Yeah, so um, I think we 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 continue the recap about what happened. Yeah, and I think generically make plans to investigate weird stuff that's gone on. Flora shows up to get info dumped on the play. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We let we let everybody know what's happened and we make plans and then just kind of roll into downtime. Yep. 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 Yeah. So, um, I assume investigating fox ladies is going to be mm-hmm. added to your downtime. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I will take first, as you discuss this as a group, is knowledge the planes checks oh, to shit. see <laughs> what people know about what a kitsune type thing is. We can do it. Do you want to roll for it? Yeah. yeah. Flora has a mighty three to this. As do I. Uh, she I have... a seventeen. <laughs> Um, you're untra- I'm betting you're untrained in this. 12. <laughs> 14. 19. I am not untrained Ten. in knowledge of the plans. <laughs> Would it surprise me if you do a bit more considering that that was discovered? It was created by the today. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Damn it. I hate it when the player has a theory which the character <laughs> can't come up with. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't have the information or the play. Is a demon? A dancing demon? No, something isn't right there. Um, I've got a theory that Jack is dreaming. <laughs> and we're all stuck inside her wacky Broadway night. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, the, um, Jared um, played a Spycraft game where he was the six intelligence guy thug. Yeah. But, and the only guy who could work out what the GM was going for. <laughs> so he spent a lot of time trying to gently lead the players and his Molly Solo recovery in the direction it was, of the It was telling our, our, telling our master of disguise that we'd, we'd captured the CEO woman that was in charge of the company and had a master of disguise who was also an attractive woman. And the players sat there and puzzled about what they could do with these facts. And puzzled and puzzled. And I went, okay. So Thug is playing solitaire with himself (laughs) and losing. And scratching his head with his loaded gun. And then he says, Thug not know what to do. Thug glad he has clever friends like you. I mean, Thug not know. Thug look at pretty CEO lady and... He think pretty CEO lady look a lot like other pretty friend lady, but hair is different colours. Thug wishes there was some way of changing hair colour. Then you would look like pretty CEO lady and you could do what she would do. Thug thinks she could even walk into her own company, maybe, but Thug not understand where that is. I can't read that. The player's like, Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah, we could dye her hair. Yes, yes, you could. <laughs> Move all the yes, you could to the gym. You do so. You're in the building. 
<laughs> he, he tried to figure this out for the past hour. Oh, this one. It's the um, story of how Jared's six intelligence th- um, thug character worked out how to um, st- had to oh. steer the party as the only one who could work out the plot. Oh, oh that's, okay. That's it is Flycraft one. That's awesome. It's like none of the none of the players with more intelligence were capable of working out what the GM was on about, including the master of disguise, <laughs> the Red Mantis, those who walk in blood. Oh. Have sticky feet. Um, okay, so <coughs> let no, me just, next. for no particular reason, look at this particular book that has the fox lady on the <laughs> Well, I, I will eat it if no one else does, but I was no, letting I'm, everyone I'm else good. have a chance because I had way more cookies than everyone else. I can't have both sides. Yeah, I know. I was, I was letting Susan have I was letting Adam um, Jared and Jared have a go. I had pizza before coming. Okay, so on the other hand, if some people are going to put it in front of me, <laughs> <laughs> so what most people here are aware of is that Kitsune is some sort of fox spirit things. You know, it, it would literally be it would look like a fox woman of some kind, which is about what's being described to you. Yeah. This is um, this check is not going to tell you anything particularly exciting about the specific individual you're talking about because you're working on a second-hand description to start with. Mm-hmm. And the second-hand description you got was Fox Lady mm-hmm. for yeah. a moron. Um, so what you what you know about them is that they are Fox Spirit people um, who come from the faraway land of Tianzai, which is Fantasy Asia, basically. Um, Jack and Flora, you know a bit more about them. Um, for starters... One being here is really, really weird. Tienzai has nothing to do with Corvosa almost whatsoever. There's trade at a remove. There is no direct trade between them. They trade to other places that trade with Tienzai. Yeah. And, you know, Corvosa trades with Varesian caravans that sometimes go up across the crown of the world to Tienzai. Yeah. But it's not a direct line from Corvosa to anywhere in there. Yeah. Um, such an individual in Corvosa would be completely unique. Yeah. Uh, very, um, uh, very unusual. But also... Like this would be something that would be noticed and commented on, and you think you'd have already heard about it if there was a fox woman walking around. Mm. What you do know about them is that they are they uh, actually no, sorry, nineteen. You had, didn't you? Yes. So you actually hit this. Um, that they are shape changes, but of a specific shape. Um, and there'd be no particularly compelling reason why, like, why use a fox woman as opposed to a woman woman to hand the yeah. fireball she, thing. She's presumably walking. She has the capacity to walk around looking like a regular woman, right? Yeah, yeah but she needs to look like mm-hmm. a specific a woman. Oh, a, yeah, yeah. She, but she she has a human shape as well as a kitsune shape. Yes. Yeah. At which point, why did she use her kasune shape to hand the um, potion so of the wand off so to the, the guy? Yeah. So yeah. the woman shape's identity stayed separate yeah. from the kasune. That sort of makes a sort of sense. And she, um, the guy did, I can't remember what his name was now, but the, the guy did point out that she fireballed herself to show him that the wand was fine and, and yeah. it did nothing. So perhaps she's a person um, of the city. But Kitsune have no uh, relationship to fire at all. They're not resistant to it or anything of that sort. Yeah. Um, 
And if it was a woman, it would have been a woman who was very obviously Asiatic, because that's what they would look like. Um, And yet, there's no way the woman form would be more More notable than a fox lady. If you described a Tianzai woman, that would be be very distinctive, but but it would set you in the same direction as fox lady. Uh, honestly, the more you hear about this, the less you think it's a kitsune from Tianzai. It's some sort of other fox creature. Right. A kitsune is the most popular one, but, but there, there are, are probably others. others. Yeah. But you don't... That is the extent of the what world. I know. All right, I will convey this to the others. So based on your knowledge check, you think looking for connections to Tianzai and kitsune is going down the wrong path. Okay. But you don't know what path to go down. All right. This is some other kind of fox creature because if it was a Tianzai Kitsune, she would probably. Could it have been a simply disguise? Uh, it could have been. a mask? But why would you do a. a to hide that? I think, I think the thing is the only reason I can think of for her to appear to him as a fox lady is if she didn't have any other easy alternatives. I think whatever kind of fox mm. creature. I'm just guessing, but I think whatever kind of fox creature she is, she doesn't have a lot of capacity and, to disguise and herself. And again, um. Mm-hmm. If if it was a person in costume, then been in costume as some sort of you know Chelyax guard yeah. in the navy would make a hell of a lot more sense and be yeah. a lot easier. Or say Avarian stagehand would have been what Jack would have done. Uh, Jack had been trying to murder the queen. Yeah, I'm thinking something with a mask on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a question. Uh, this fox creature could <coughs> be from another planet. Yeah. I mean, the thing it is, certainly sounds like some sort of outsidery thing. Yeah, I just don't know which one. I yeah, mean, there's a lot of them, and there's a lot of critters. That would make two times the queen's the royalties be almost the royalties being attacked by something from another planet. What if it's coincidental? The dagger, remember? What if yeah. it's coincidental that the Arcanas were involved with the first uh, one? Yeah, and the a, um, one? a Ratavana is in uh, the Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe there's. I mean, do we know which plane Ratavanas are from? Maybe there's fox creatures that live there too. That's not the point I was going for. I'm suggesting that whatever wizard summoned the uh, snake dagger thing was. May have also summoned the fox spirit. If you are desperate for more information, uh, if you can bring your roll up to a 20, there is more to be had, but you may not. Um, uh, I think what we need to do is start conserving our fake points in our hero yeah, points. Yes, yeah, I think that's quite fair enough. I'm yeah. just letting you know there's an actual point. Yeah, I, I think if we if we get another lead, we can have another try at doing some yeah. more research but later. Yeah. This, is the, this is what Darren's floating for. Yeah. Maybe it's Maybe. a summoned creature, because then, then you could have the creature be summoned do its job, and then poof, yeah. noble creature. And you and Flora can both tell that there, there are several exactly. intelligent summoned creatures from the outer planes that could trivially fulfil this role. Could be, but I don't what, I, what I mean is, shouldn't don't, don't summon creatures only last like a minute? How long would you need it to last? Yeah. Well, the dagger lasted more than a, la- a minute. Well, the dagger was something different. Yeah. yeah. This, in this case, you only needed a minute. Yeah, you can summon creatures and bind them to the material plane. It's just. Uh, you have a bunch of creatures who have come from the outer planes who live in the material plane that plane shift in. Yeah. So and then you have summoned things. And what Garan's talking about is a spellcaster casts yeah, yeah, summon no, monster X gets a fox lady. I get what Garan's talking about. In terms of cover, 
was he a thing that was just living on the material plane? He was disguised uh, as a as a dagger. Yes, he could have been too. Well. So he could have been bowed, or he could have been nothing else. I mean, he clearly wasn't a summon. He clearly wasn't a summon creature. No, but mm. he could have been summoned to bound. But he wasn't. He didn't have a magical aura. Ah, uh, he had a ability that suppressed his aura. Okay. Uh, actually, yeah, one of his special powers was to look like a magic weapon. Yeah. So he actually created false auras, so it certainly wouldn't be yeah. uh, terribly hard to say that he had the abilities to suppress auras as well. Freaking munchkin. <laughs> it's his well, racist most, whole thing. Yeah, most yeah. people don't want to disguise themselves as a magic dagger, so they point that point's a different thing. Ooh, that's interesting. What's that? Uh, that's... I thought you were taking off a sticky dot. No, the pages are stacked together. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought was happening. I was like, oh, that's not good. Wet wipes on the book, but we're no longer using it much. Oh, okay, I thought you were drooling off the monsters which were about to kill us. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) they said, (laughs) oh, we're giving ideas now. Given this is the last book, probably not. Uh, So, Tambanas, I will assume that you've got this. Um... Yeah, they are an outsider of the material plane, so it's something that exists here on this plane. Yeah. Um, that said, you know, you could also summon them because they've come from yeah. an yeah. external plane. And Garen's yeah. not a big arcade dwarf, yeah, yeah. so, he's, so he's, he's just stabbing yeah. in the dark. I don't yeah. think that's a fine speculation. That's fine, I've been to Magical Academy for six months. <laughs> and all I learned was prestigitation. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's talking to that class over and over. He's bringing yeah. it, that's why he's bringing it up now, because yeah. you know, this magic is yeah. around the table with no better. Yeah. Yeah, <coughs> yeah not so far. <laughs> we, we don't just, we flat out just don't know enough about her. Mm. Uh, we have to do some research. Research dwarf. <laughs> research dwarf. Why do we ever keep calling with that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, um, just like no, I'm, I'm new group. You know that thing, um, I'm going to go talk to Vincalo. I think he might be up for grinding us some more library access pretty soon, like I told you about. So um, if you guys want to do some more research, uh, I'll go talk to him. <coughs> he might be up for you guys having extra library access. That would be really good. There's certainly some things I'd like to know about. I think in hindsight, maybe we should have... Uh, I wish we could have had him on stage instead of Varric, because Varric wasn't very good. Very fantastic, get that I say, just, just to clarify the point. <laughs> That's good, just, thank you. Just something. Just but um, it probably wouldn't have worked having him on the same stage with Sabrina. Yeah, yeah. in the same scene, in a thing where somebody insults Sabrina again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there anyone to tell besides, you know, the obvious, whether somebody is a magic user or not? Not really. You can see them doing magic, and even that... The, the distinction between if you see someone studying a spell book, then they're probably a wizard, yeah. unless there's somebody who's studying a spell book to fake you out about. Yeah, yeah, the, the player knows. Yeah, Gara yeah, does. Yes, this is what Jack is telling <laughs> you. Yeah, it's um, not really. People aren't magic items. No. You can tell if they cast a spell. That's a, usually a pretty good sign. Mm-hmm. Most people have to say stuff when they cast spells. Yeah. It's not like it's not like your clerics, we clerics and paladins and stuff. We all wear great big holy symbols all over you. Regular people use not usually that easy to tell what they've got going on. Yeah, like detect magic can pick up magical auras on them, <laughs> but 
that generally tells you jack and shit. Like, if you ran one round the party, Silver would pop because he's got active magic spells on him, as everyone who's carrying a magic weapon or a magic item. Yeah, and that only works if that person has had a buff spell cast on them, at which point you don't yeah, know yeah. that they There's no distinction it. between Gloria Arcona as a high-level wizard versus he routinely has somebody cast extended beer's endurance on him in the morning <laughs> or whatever. I'm just wondering if maybe that... Uh... That, what was the name again? Malia? Mal- that Malia last might be a spell user. Are you thinking that she summoned the fox lady? Seems like kind of doing it the hard way. She was right there in the play. Well, yeah. Also, the other the other two were there as well, after all. Yeah, the other yeah, two cousins. Could have been one of them. They were definitely. I mean, we didn't leave the play with any impression about what they were up to, did we? And well, Gloria Arcona was there as well. Yeah. One of them was up in the rafters. That was Melia. No, 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 the no, other ones, one of the cousins. Shanda was up the Marafters. Yes. Oh, right. Oh, yes. You were there for that conversation. Ah, yes, so yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I belatedly put it together. Yeah. Uh, she, she, you saw her go up for auditions and waff hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going, yeah, uh, darling, we can you find can, you something. You can go on the rafters. <laughs> yeah. Where people can't see you. But the thing is, like, I only thought it was an Icona because, uh, until we got the description, because Melia had been sneaking around. There's no real evidence that it actually was the Arconis. None whatsoever. Yeah, uh, they, they feel like two totally separate separate things to me. I think Melia was causing trouble. I don't know whether or not she intended to make the play disrupted, or whether or not she was just causing trouble to... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jack, you, you can think through like various spell-related options for it. All of which would work, but you, you, your options just get endless there. Like yeah. Melia could illusory disguise herself as a fox woman, could summon a fox woman, could really polymorph into a fox woman, uh, could she could, um, and could modify could modify her, the guy's memory so, so he you saw a fox, woman. a fox woman. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a, uh, it could have been one of the Arconians. It could have been Melia. It could have been one of the Arconian cousins. It could have been Glim and Glorio. It could have been some totally separate person. It could have been an actual fox lady. We just that had her own agenda. Mm. We just don't. But she could have been working for um, the evil. It could have been a fox lady working for the same evil cult, cult guys your vampire is working for, and um, yet old oh, Gadrin's working for. Mm. That'd be my money. But we just don't know. Okay. We, we'll just have to keep our eyes open and see if we can track her down and stab her. <laughs> it seems to keep coming up for some reason. Flora's suggestion. She says, "Ah, uh, something. I could go and have a look around, and, and ask around the theatre and see if anyone saw a fox lady leaving or not. Uh, that wouldn't tell us much, but it would at least if she went somewhere, it might tell us where she went, or it would tell us that she didn't leave the theatre. Or tell us the Garen's plan. Garen's theory. I think that's a great idea, Flora. That yeah. would be really great if you could do that. It also tell us whether or not the the fox lady existed, or whether or not it was yeah, that mine. was what that was yeah, Garen's yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, so she goes off and does this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. She did pretty well. Kicks ass. It's streetwise. It is streetwise. She's functionally endeavouring to urban track this. This. Um, Tell me what creature. I need to know. But she I have big goods. Getting over. <laughs> okay, so when she comes back, she can pretty easily report to you uh, two things of useful note. Uh, there was actually a fox lady there. Uh, at least one other person saw her and thought nothing of it because yeah. play weirdos yeah. <laughs> bullshit. Costumes. Um, 
but she didn't leave. Oh. Huh. Nobody saw her walking out after the show or during the show or into the street. But she or disappeared? Like that. Yeah. This is this is what Flora can tell you. Something actually happens here that yeah. involved a fox lady. She has a another witness, so it's not just this one guy. It's not all in his head. Mm. So somebody was very briefly mm. backstage as a fox lady, and then the fox lady was not seen again. Again, yeah. it's fox lady of the opera. Check the mirrors. Okay. Downtown. So you are in downtime. Yep. Uh, that is probably the extent of your Fox Lady checking base thing. Yeah, Flora no, goes off to do this, discovers this, mm-hmm. and kind of goes, "Okay, we're we're dead end yep. here." <coughs> um, Did she get a better description of the Fox Lady mm-hmm. from the person you saw? Something that looks like this. <laughs> oh. I see like, it says they walk among us. It looks like a picture of the fox lady. <laughs> yeah, which oddly enough That's actually is it, it, no, seriously, it's actually not related to what they mentioned. Yes, really. You shouldn't read the back of this because it will tell you other fucking <laughs> yeah. Well, I can only but, read the big little bit in capital letters. Uh, the whole book is a spoiler, even but though no, it's meant it's to be on the table. But no, it's about other people that are walking amongst Okay. Oh, that's right. it. I think there's spoilers in other books to this campaign. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Pathfinder 2, please. <laughs> uh, the um, the um, thing is, um, you know what the second book of Shade Regent had on the back in the big cap letters? Ninjas versus Vikings! <laughs> Which is pretty great. Exciting. Yeah. Okay, so I have... Um, on my to-do list for downtime. Yep. Yep. Is uh, Silver wanted to potentially talk to Tanith, Silver wanted to potentially talk to Lucy, Jack wanted to talk to Ben Carlo, and I have actually nothing to contribute as a GM here. Yeah? Yep. Just not entirely unusual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we know how much downtime we have? Uh, Roughly? Does it matter significantly to you? We're getting a little bit. We're getting a little bit. Probably in the ilk of a couple of days. That's about what it's been. That's fine. (coughs) So, yep. All right. So, do Silver and Lucy want to have a conversation with the recorder while I talk to Ben Callow? Well, I was actually going to have a group. Well, not so much a group conversation, but I wanted to have the group there. Okay. Because what I was going to do, I was going to tell Lucy who I am. Okay, sweet. All right, let's do that. <laughs> oh, that's what, that's that's what it was. Is it, worth, is it worth saving that for when Miriam's back? Oh, good point. That's a point. Um, yeah, if that's, we want to do yeah. that, then yes. Yeah, save it for Miriam. Well, let's, yeah. let's start off. Let's knock off any other downtime stuff we want to do and see yeah. how that rolls. Um, no, bas- basically, stuff. number one, Silver wants people there in case she kills them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, yeah, you want Flora, Flora nearby to resurrect you. Yeah, he also wants moral support for both her and him. Um, I'm, I'm perfectly happy if you want to do it absent Flora because um, it's not like she's contributing anything specific to that. Yeah, and Miriam can always catch it later on recording if she wants to. But if you desire to keep it, we can just roll it for next week. Do it yep. next week. Yeah, Miriam might find it um, entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that then gives me Silver Tanith, Jack Vincarlo, and anything anyone else wants to throw on the deck. Do you want to do the Jack Vincarlo? Yes, let's let's roll into that. Yeah. Oh, and just a um, brief 
reminder slash catch to Lucy that um, Z has been sent to the hospice of the Blessed Maiden yeah. and is still there. Yeah. What about yeah. the mother? Oh, the mother's... Yeah. In Carolwood Manor. Yeah, so Well, in so far as anyone has thus far discovered, she is in Carolwood Manor. Okay. What you what you discovered was that Z had put her in a Carolwood coach. Yeah. Which, like, you have no reason to believe it was assaulted by werewolves along the way, so... Yeah. Logic suggests it got there and she's in there now. Yeah. So, um, do you want to go see Z in in the hospice and check how he's doing? Yeah. Yeah, You don't necessarily need to do so. I'm just reminding the player of where you're respected. I'll totally go along with you. Yeah. But I I, I can do that after. So, let us go to Jack and Carlo. I just want to write that on my... Yep. (coughs) Alright, so... um, Clash of Steel is, of course, shut. Yes. But, um... But Vincalo... You you know this by this point. You've been here several times. Vincalo literally lives, like, across the street in a couple of buildings down from it. Sweet. So I will go see him at his house. Yep. So when you go when you go past the Clash of Steel, it has a notification on it um, that is signed by Vincalo Orsini that basically says, you know, during this crisis of blood veil, uh, in an effort to minimise the spread, I have closed the Clash of Steel... It will remain closed indefinitely, effectively. It says yeah. nothing of note that you didn't already know. Yeah. Um, you see lots of sick, sad-looking people in Old Corvosa. Mm-hmm. And when you go to Vincalo's door, um, you go up to... He has a, a you know moderately decent apartment. He has... He he was he's what you would call a very lower end noble. He's got some money, but not massive amounts to throw around. Yep. Um, so, you know, you knock. There's some pauses, and then Carlo looks through a little spy hole, and then ah, Jack opens the door for you. Uh, okay, if I come by, I I wanted to tell you some stuff, and you know, with the clash of steel shut. Oh, by all means, presumably, you presumably you're not dying. No, I don't have blood belt. Some of the others have, but they're all better now. Flora's pretty good at that stuff. I imagine you'd, you'd be able to take care of such a thing. This is the sound effects of that. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound all Corvosa is making right now. Yeah. Simultaneously. When you enter his apartment, he's got um, what look like newer editions of sort of heavy curtains and that set up to um, abstractly block out the blood veil from getting through his windows. Kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Um, and I'm sorry that we haven't been able to have lessons for a few weeks, but keeping the clash open, keeping the clash of steel open, didn't have much of a point with so many students staying away. And there's not much I can do to fight something like this plague. I'm many things, but no healer. But at least I can keep people from gathering together. I understand that uh, what is his name, the half orc master Thunderfist, the, uh, the the monk who runs the monastery across the city, has done much the same. Yeah, and they've closed the academy and stuff. Yeah, well, that hardly surprises me. Yeah, the, the first sign of danger, the first thing you can rely on our majors to do is barricade the doors and look out for themselves. Ooh. Yeah, Gosh. but it's not an uncommon. Um, it's not an uncommon response, is it? Lots of the great nobles doing the same thing. I assume that Vin Carlo has a pretty good idea of your opinions on the academy. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, wouldn't um, be sharing quite so freely. If no, you no, the, um, Jack is not in the least offended. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Young, and uh, so um, you know, Jack. Vincalo has a fantastically low opinion of Torgamore or Nelios. 
Shared entirely by Jack. I don't know why. And, um, Nobody loves me. Jack <coughs> will take a seat and, you know, look slightly... Um, so, you, um, kind of sent me a challenge. Ah, he says, and smiles as he sort of leans in. And set you to turn your, no doubt, considerable resources to it. So... I know you've fa- I know you've faced a few setbacks. It's good to hear you haven't given up. Tell me, what's happening? Well, so I know that um, Chrysidia and Sabrina were really close after Chrysidia's father got killed, and you took them in, and that they were getting on really well, even though they were both competing for the marshal job. Then. Um, Sabrina tried to pick Chrysidia up and Chrysidia got really upset and said all kinds of mean things to her and then they were sort of fighting for a while and then Chrysidia got the job and then Chrysidia tried to make peace with Sabrina and have a conversation with her and then it wound up in a duel and Chrysidia Chrysidia blamed Sabrina for what happened to your hand because she thinks Sabrina did that on purpose to hurt her. Vincalo looks a little blank (laughs) at this explanation. He's... I'm sorry, Sabrina tried to pick her up. Uh, the two of them rolled around many times in training. She was easily capable of lifting her up. No, no, um, like a date? <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina had a crush on Chrysidia. But Chrysidia had a crush on you. Oops. <laughs> The dirty laundry comes flying out. You do, Oh. As he just sits and processes this for a long moment. We didn't know. Are you certain of your information? Pretty certain, yeah. How did you acquire this? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, I really kind of did want to know. And Chrysidia didn't want to tell me. I'm and certain I, she didn't. She's never spoken to me about it. I don't think she wants anyone to know, and I guess I'm not proud of this, and it's not the sort of thing that usually bothers me, but I am what I am. I broke into her house while she was at the guard office working late, and I read her private journal. Ah, good thought. <laughs> <laughs> Clever, <coughs> intelligent good approach. I wouldn't have thought Chrysidia would have written such things down, although, of course, it would have been a long time ago. She was only a girl back then. Yeah, you could sort of tell from the diary. <laughs> I feel quite sorry for her, but I feel pretty sorry for poor Sabrina. I would have been really upset in her shoes. His face <clears throat> turns slightly black at that one. <laughs> Uh, not that it, I'm sorry that came out wrong I think what she did to you was pretty terrible she really shouldn't have done that it wasn't fair to you to take it out on you style of thing but in her shoes I would probably have killed Chrysidia it's, it's not that you're insulting him it's that he has you know his own very obvious problems with Sabrina yeah um, you've got that journal haven't you yes in your notes. I am pretty confident that I do Vincalo just sits for a few moments here. Yeah. Um, and then gets up without excusing himself 
and goes off and bustles around in the kitchen and then without really asking you comes back out with a cup of tea for you and him yeah. after taking a couple of minutes here uh, and you may mo- make a sense motive check against him for extra information oh yes however that is poor and inadequate uh, remember he's quite shaken at this point he may not need to roll high he's not opposing this that's a nine okay so he is obviously um, flat-footed by some of this information, so you can't sneak attack him. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Um, Not with your sword. <laughs> just swords. And he he is flat-footed by some of this, and he literally goes off to gather himself and take a minute away to literally sort of sit with his thoughts. He bustles around unnecessarily with the tea, comes back with it, so, yes, as I say, he's kind of quite flat-footed by this. And then he comes back and he sits down. And you you can just take this, this, the slightest whiff of alcohol. He's Irished up his tea, yeah. substantively. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's probably more Irish than tea, truth <laughs> to tell. Um, and he... But, but endeavours to just project dead calm. Yeah. You know, this is fine. This is just a thing that happens. Sometimes one's hands gets cut off because mm. of... You know, shit yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Look, I'm sorry if this was, you know, more, more than you wanted to hear style of thing. On the contrary, the truth always needs to be... Information needs to be heard. Secrets are meant to be found out. Okay. It's just, you know, I guess after I read that thing, I kind of wished I was, I don't know, a different kind of person, maybe? Somebody who I could have convinced Chrysidia to confide in her and, you know fix it all somehow it just seems really really broken and you know it, I'm not used to this kind of thing where there's no actual bad guy who just kind of sat around and plotted and ruined everyone's lives out of just sheer stinky old man malevolence it's possible to detect Jack's not thinking of a hypothetical bad guy I mean I guess you all made mistakes but it seems like you all paid a pretty high price for them and it it sucks and I don't know I don't know how to fix it. I don't even know that it can be fixed, even by someone much cleverer than me. And Tell me what a journal said, specifically, as much of it as you can remember. And you can and blah, blah, blah to him, if you so choose. Mm. I will give him a synopsis of what I remember. Yeah. Um, I sort of edit out... I don't give him Chrysidia's girly recollection, girly dreamy recollections. That's left at she had a crush on you. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort and, of and she's angry at Sabrina because she surmises Sabrina had a crush on, on you. Well. Uh, and um, I endeavoured to give him a priestess of where Chrysidia was at without telling him the most girly private bits. Yeah. Uh, understood. What about um, what the conversation that she and Sabrina had. I try and Sabrina give said, blah blah. Um, I, I try and give him a slightly more. Blah, I, I, I I try and give him a slightly more accurate precis of that because I think that's yeah where where the that's where the that's yeah, where that's, the disaster that's the bit happened. That he really want to know. Yeah. So the um I give him the Sabrina did this creepy stalking followed by Chrysia did this hateful hateful attacking. And he swallows once, twice, three times. And then he clenches his um, remaining hand, his good hand, and then slams it down on the table, just three times in quick succession, as hard as he can. And then unfolds it and 
I had surmised a long time ago that Corsidia had a childhood crush on me. It would have been hard for her not to, a man in my position. I knew that she would grow out of it in time. And obviously I would have never taken advantage of that situation. Never. Yeah, I get that now. And there's a... um, Yeah, yeah, he doesn't miss that. (laughs) (laughs) He's... uh, Like, it's not that unusual for him to have had his female students, younger students, have crushes on him because he's got that dashing swordsman thing going on. Yeah, yeah. What you're telling me here is that Sabrina Growl Growl always understood in all this. He was just a fool. <laughs> wow. I always understood why she didn't well, I always thought I understood why she didn't see anything much and why Sabrina didn't see anything much in him. Now I have a better understanding. It was foolish of him to interfere, but she All of this because of a teenage relationship? Because of some idle crush? Some fantasy in her head? Which one of them? <sighs> Sabrina. <laughs> Cressidia. Mm-hmm. Both of them. <laughs> no, I think... I think... I think if you only have one friend in all the world, and she's also someone that you think you love, even if you don't really know her, I think it's a big deal if she betrays you. It would be a big deal for me if I only had one friend in all the world and I was in love with her. And I did my very best, even if it wasn't actually a very good idea and I did it really badly, to try and win her heart. And then in response she threw the most hateful things she knew about me, the things I'd told her that I would never ever have told any, had her tell anyone. If she didn't even see me, but just thought I was did some disgusting thing for wanting her. She said that we'd never ever been friends and that my father was right to throw me into the gutter because I was just a half-Varesian. And then she got the job that I always wanted. And, you know, the thing is, you know, maybe Chilaxians don't always get this, but it doesn't look like it's just because they're actually always better that they get every single high position in the city. I don't know, you probably know better than I am which one of them was better. But I bet Sabrina, even if Christina got the job purely on merit, I bet that's not what Sabrina thinks. It doesn't make... Nothing could make what she did to you right. But if I was her, I would want to kill Christina. I know that's not the whole story. I maybe don't get exactly why it upset Christina so much, because I really don't get that. But I get that she felt betrayed and that she didn't see that Sabrina really did care for her. But it wasn't just some... It wasn't, it was stupid, and there should have been a better solution, and it was all just a horrible misunderstanding, but it was real lives and real feelings, and it really didn't matter. I don't know that that makes it any better. He gets up and paces round the room, as you say this, looking, you know, sort of upset in general. Mm. Um, he's usually pretty chill, so this, yeah. is, this is more than you've usually seen of him, and he... Paces and paces and turns his back to you and listens to all this and then sort of turns slowly around and he says, You're very young. It makes 
makes it all the more irritating how well you understand this. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, what you say, you have a point. He sits down and rubs his head with just sort of this look of the fuck do I do with this <laughs> now? It's train route. I mean, I don't I'm not exactly meek. I'm not exactly mild-mannered when I have grudges against people. You've got every right to be super pissed at Sabrina. I would be, you know, I would be sneaking around trying to murder her, but my solution may not be the best solution that ever came up. But uh, I guess it was just so obvious reading that 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 Cressidia, I don't know what this Cressidia thinks, but that Cressidia never gave a thought to how Sabrina was feeling. And I guess I couldn't help but think about it because I get her more than I get any of the rest of you because because I'm a foundling and I'm not Chalaxian. And I know what it is to be someone that people, other people would throw away. Being Chalaxian can help from time to time, but I was not born into the great and noble house of Orsini. There is no great and noble house of Orsini before me. I was on the street when Trajan Croft found me. And never to pick his pocket. (laughs) Good stuff! He was one of very few that ever caught me doing it. He was an extraordinary man in a great many ways. Only a few years older than me, he... He and I became great friends. I never much considered him to be a father figure. A slightly older brother, perhaps, but what Trajan Croft did for me changed. It doesn't always begin and end with Chalaxian and Varesian. No. Everyone in the city has a complicated story. No, that's true enough. It seems like even even Chalaxians wind up on the streets sometimes. The city can be pretty tough. And he sort of turns away and sort of goes and opens the curtain a bit and stares out the window and then turns back around. How could... How could they have ever thought? Crocidia was always going to be field marshal. Pure-blooded Chalaxian would have done it, but frankly, even if Serena, even if Sabrina had had the blood for it, she yeah. had the skill, no question. She was the greatest fighter I've ever had the pleasure of training. Better than me, even. He looks down at his stiff, fake hat and, and winces slightly. Far better. But Crisidia would have always gotten the job. She's always been dedicated to to the image of becoming what she took of her father. As you say, she can be a narrow-minded woman. More so than I would have wanted of her. I think she doesn't feel like she's got a lot of choice now. You know, trying to have a personal life didn't work out super great for her. The truth is, I kind of, I feel baddest for Sabrina, but I actually feel really bad for Cressidia too. She blames herself for what happened, and, you know, it's it's got to be pretty hard for her too, and... You know, what happened with her dad and that, that was super bad. It's just, it's, you know, 
if I maybe waited around and tried to convince her to confide in me, maybe I could have given her some advice or helped her or something. But now, pretty much, all I got is never ever letting her know that I did that. I'm not surprised she was angry. Sabrina had Trajan's ring, clue to what happened to him, and she sat on it for some ill-conceived romantic gesture. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. I don't think... Yeah, he he looks upset about this. Yeah, I think Sabrina didn't necessarily get Cressidia very well. She didn't realise that Cressidia would much rather she just told her that right off and that it was going to make such a rift between them that she didn't. Uh, and you can't give me a six more check. Uh, 17. Okay, so he is just... Uh, alarmingly open and frank about this you really caught him flat footed and he just wants to turn around and disgorge on somebody and you're yeah. the, the person in question yeah. so he's not actually opposing these he's just making static checks generally speaking um, he he is as angry as she was about that ring Yeah. Um, for more or less exactly the same reason that it denies a link to Trajan's killers yeah this actually means more to him than losing his hand did. Oh, right. He wants to know who killed Trajan Croft. Right. He really, really, really wants, wants to, to know. Ah, uh, is this where all this stuff about it's always better to know comes from? That's not in That was asking you as a follow-up to the sense motive. Oh, you're asking the GM? Yeah. yeah. Uh... Possibly. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I can see. I can see that was a pretty big screw up. It's um, yeah. I mean, if it was, I guess, if, yeah, if it was a lead on Lamb and somebody kept it from me and we didn't track him down and stuff, yeah, yeah, I get that. That was pretty dumb. So Sabrina knows something. Ah. <sighs> It took a lot of years after the fact for Cressidia and I to patch a relationship back together again. Yeah, I'm glad at least some of you are talking to each other again. Grouse um, wasn't in good shape when we found him. He sort of flaps a hand at this. I would not t be so quick to take your route and murder anyone who uh, had sufficiently upset me. Once people are dead, it's rather harder to fix the problems. But if Growl elects to kill himself by drinking himself into an early grave, then that is his business entirely. I will miss what he could have been, but I cannot say I will mourn him overly. As for Cressidia and I, I think you are very wise to assume that this is not information she would want you to know. Well, yeah, I mean, I did kind of break into her house and look in her private journal. It's generally a safe bit that nobody wants you to do that. She but takes she's... that sort of thing unfortunately seriously. Yeah, but... And <laughs> I understand think... that sometimes the rules need to be bent. Yeah, but she's, um... Oh, you know. She's, you know, super all about the law-abiding and stuff, and I've been sort of trying to not rub in her face that, you know... I have... It may not have been entirely law-abiding 100% of the time. <laughs> and, and who among us have? I have endeavoured to explain to her the world is not as black and white as she would make it, but 
she clings to what she is. I think the sense of order gives her some purpose. It's um, it's like you said. It's what she thinks her dad was, not necessarily what it was. I mean, I think you probably knew him better than she did because you knew him <coughs> longer. But she knows the guardsman thing was pretty important to him, and he was a pretty good guardsman, and that's what she's got left, I guess. That was the first and the last line of the journal. Everything is broken. That's what she. That's what she said to me when she left the academy. Well, sorry, when she left the when she when she left the school. Well, and he sort of forces a vague smile onto her face. You have certainly brought me the information I asked for and more, Jack. A um, very successful mission. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think it. Ha- I don't know that. It- I'm sorry. It was harder and stuff. It's not what I wanted to hear, but at least I'm no longer operating in the dark. Always better to know than not. At least it's a lever, something that can be used, pulled out. I, I don't see how. I scarcely dare touch any of this. I could only make it worse. I, Sabrina <coughs> and I have been not been on speaking terms in many years. Yeah. And will remain so. Yeah. Sometimes. I do not wish to disturb the relationship that Presidia and I have. But there might be something. Perhaps if you if you seek to mend fences, I will consider lending what assistance I can. <laughs> he pauses, thinks about <laughs> it. Like, I won't say that I'll do it, but I'll think about it. I think that's as fair as um, I think that's as fair as um, anyone could say. I um, certainly wouldn't think you were the one that needed to start off the start off the fence mending. In the meantime. That, that slightly forced smile comes up again. As I say, a very successful mission. Uh, I'll get those permissions for you to enter the Jagari University. It shouldn't take it shouldn't take over long uh, for you, at least. Getting your friends, getting your friends in may take several more days, but I don't anticipate any difficulty. I'll let you know. Okay. And um, as one street rat to another. If there's anything I can do for you, let me know, eh? There is one thing. Tell me. Have you ever considered... Have you ever... Have you ever had much of an attempt at close quarters combat? <laughs> Inside a Corvosan apartment. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And he starts teaching you, like, this is how you, you know, Zoro flip off the furniture awesome. and use the Pareti defense <laughs> and this sort of thing. So you get yeah. a lesson. Yeah, I totally get a lesson. Private lesson. Yes. Or, and that hopefully makes him feel a bit better. Yes. Yeah, this is... This goes on, like, this is much longer. It's a good two hours or so. Sweet. This is a usual hour. And it's very clear what he wants to do is just something else. Yeah, yeah. Plus, with the other students, he's really ridiculous. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's, and he's definitely missing. Um, yeah. Smacking things with a rapier. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so many times I can stab the practice dummy. Yeah. And as you leave, he, he salutes you. Thank you for that, Jack. And stay safe out there. With the blood veil. Be careful. With the blood veil out there, none of us know how much time we have left. You too. Mm. Thanks. All right. And he will uh, would probably actually drop it in person on you the, the next day to basically pass along 
a letter to to say he's been to the Jigari University, he's spoken to them, you have access to the secret archives. So uh, he is arranging it for your friends, that will come in the next downtime block. Yep. Sure. Uh, but I figure I'll do poking around with the university in the next downtime block as well, so I'm not doing more than one thing in the downtime block. Because yeah, mm, um, I know I, I know that was a long scene, guys. Sorry, but yeah, no, 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 you don't need to apologize. Okay, for so then I have uh, <coughs> Silver Play, Silver Lucy wanted to do next week. So then I have Silver Tanith, uh, Z in the hospital, and um, I will cross off Jack Van Carlo and add. Jack Ellica's journals. And if you can put down uh, that Garen would like to have a uh, word with his goddess at some point. Who <laughs> <So>. jeez? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling off the goddess. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you need a vigil. <laughs> I'm your concerned friend till dawn. <laughs> I have the dawn. <laughs> Okay, so where do we want to go to now? Uh, do you want to do Silver and Tanith now? Sure, I don't have a particular plan that I wanted to do with, with, with Tanith. Yeah. A lot of it I'm just going to kind of wing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, one of my big things I guess I want to be doing is figuring out whether or not Tanith is seen through my disguise. Mm-hmm. Um, and also seeing if I can make friends. Okay. So you want to have a uh, probably a private quiet meeting with him as opposed to one with Octavia in it or one in his formal position as Seneschal. You just want to sort of catch yeah. up with him yeah. somewhere quiet. I mean, he doesn't have the Academy anymore, so I assume that I'm going to be contacting him in the Seneschal seat. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, yeah and he will, make, um, he, he will make a an appointment, a meeting, a, a date... A, a, Meeting with yeah. you, um, literally outside of the palace, um, in a it, it's literally like a moderate, a small moderate cafe. Oh, okay. So he wants to take it in public. Okay, that's gone. Well, it depends what you where you want to take this. Yeah, I wasn't. If sure you if you ask for a pro- completely private meeting with him, then um, no, public's fine. Yeah, he can he can arrange such. Um, yeah. Public's fine. Okay, so you are at a suspiciously, suspiciously um, similar-looking Elven cafe. To the one <laughs> Probably you've been the at. same one. Yeah, I mean, but they have franchise. They have a franchise at <laughs> 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 Starbucks. Elf bucks on everything. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> yeah, no, Tanith is a connoisseur. Tom of fine, be rolling of over fine, <laughs> Elven things. So he will come in, you know, maybe twenty minutes late or so. Uh, swans into this um, and. Silver, can you give me a will save for starters? Oh shit, it's already I haven't <laughs> even said anything. Um so that's a fifteen. Okay. Continue. And oh so- my god! <laughs> So you basically, you know, send him a note saying, you know, would like to have a, a you know, quiet quiet meeting with you, quiet, quiet word with you unofficially, blah, blah, blah. He sends you one back that says, okay, how about yay cafe at X time? Yeah. When you go, you go there, um, you roll in sort of five to ten minutes after the assigned time. Tanith comes in and all his uh, finery. Oh my god. <laughs> Who did you think you were having lunch with? 
Yeah. <laughs> Again, if you want them to do something different, you can, but you need to actually tell them what you want them oh, to do. I'll, I'll specifically have the words casual in it. It's not going to be... <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's casual. Yeah, so, invi- okay, so you're inviting him to dress casually, Yeah. at which point he strolls in in all his finery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a fine. casual meeting to which he shows... He understands the concept of a casual meeting, but he yeah. doesn't dress down. Yeah. Tanith Mandravius does not dress down. I know, down. I know. He's also in public, so he's, yeah. got, he's got to keep his, his standards up and he, stuff. He swans in in all his finery. Um, he does actually have a couple of Hell Knights um, playing escort and bodyguard to him, <sighs> whom he more or less just gesticulates off and they go stand out in front of the cafe. So they are functionally not here. Okay. For the purpose of this, this. Yeah, and um, Silver's yeah. also dressed up slightly because he expects his father yeah, to yeah. dress up. So. Tanith has come in dressed in his majestic <laughs> fine robes, the slit up the inner of each thigh, yeah. <laughs> boots on, and things. So and, it's totally the passive yeah. aggressive thing where you both say, yeah, yeah, it'll be totally casual. And, and then, then you dress up for each other. And then you both dress up. All the girls in the place are just staring. <laughs> <laughs> In this fact, is not that, private at all, is <laughs> that is what's happening here. There yeah. are the cafes are a little underpopulated, you know, probably because of the blood veil. And all. Yeah. There's like two two sets of two girls on the other tables, and both of them are just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but trust me, they're not listening to what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, charisma just doubled my eyes. My face is up here, you know. <laughs> yeah. My cheekbones are here. My face is here. Oh, we know. And my thighs are down here. Yeah. 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 This isn't his thighs. Mine's the cheekbones. Yeah. His thighs are on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> he, it's the fact that you were so surprised. <laughs> you know, I'm so really surprised. It's just when it's announced, it's like, oh my god. He, he comes in, uh, sits down. Silver, dear boy, good to see you again. Uh, of course, your performance at the Marble Dome, wonderful. Uh, beckons. Uh, have anything from the Curran Forest? You know, rah, rah, rah. Orders, you know, the equivalent of like 1692 wine. <laughs> oh, my god. Gets it bought for him. Yeah, thank you, my dear girl. Oh, sure. I'll just be over by the counter if you guys need anything. Yeah. What have I done? What have I done? I'll just sit here and die for a moment. Ah, a good year. Oh, so they had it. Excellent. Okay, that's good. I chose a good cafe. Oh, he chose a good cafe. Yeah, of course, I wouldn't patronise this place otherwise. <laughs> So was it morning or afternoon? It's probably morning. probably dinner. Dinner? Okay. Up to you. Oh. <coughs> afternoon. I, I I I wanted to see how you were going with the the position. I mean, you've had it for a few months now. Being seneschal. Yeah. It's certainly a remarkable development. I hadn't quite. I can't say entire. I can't say I quite predicted this one when I first came to Corvosa. However. Even when one has a meticulous plan for the orchard, one must still let the natural beauty blossom from time to time when things change and unexpected developments grow up. Yeah. Well, to add to the orchard, I'll pick up a, a small pot of, of some white roses. Yep. Um, when, I, when I first moved into my flat, a mysterious bush of white roses appeared at my front door. Not sure who gave them to me, but I have my suspicions. This one here is a a cutting from that, that rose bush. A welcoming gift for me and my new flat, and a welcoming gift for you and your new job. 
Thank you, dear boy. He picks it up and you know, looks it over with quite an intricate <laughs> eye and smells it. And, you know, ah, you know, hibiscus florificus, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. <and> gardening terminology. <laughs> ah. Someone knew that you were... In the, someone knew that you were in your Shailen phase, I would say. <laughs> Shailen phase? Because he's talked to you about this before. Yeah. 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 That, that, that your worship of Shailen is just a phase. Yes, well, of course, you're, you're, going, you're going through a thing with Shailen right now. Is this something they'd all have elves do? Oh, not necessarily, I suppose, but when I myself was a younger man, I partook of the blessings of the goddess of love. Uh, experience the fruit of her orchards it's something I think that a lot of elves go through she speaks to our people in a way that many of the other gods don't of course in time you come to realise that love alone cannot sustain good soil Hmm. but it can go a long way as I say it it was uh, well uh, centuries ago at this point (laughs) but um we all grow out. We all grow out of these things. It's good to have the experience, to sow your wild oats. Yeah. What was it like back then? Uh, and he will start telling you a story about himself oh. as a younger elf. Yeah. By which I mean, like, the equivalent of, like, an 18-year-old. So around about Silver's age kind of thing. Yeah, yeah very, very, very much so. Yeah. It, like, because he's an elf as opposed to a half-elf, he'd have been older than you. Yeah, but, but it was the equivalent. It's it's the equivalent of about 18 or so. And he starts telling you this tale about um, how he, you know, went through this fancy-free phase where he too worshipped Shailen and, you know, sought free love everywhere and, you know, tells you that he got into... Um, that he got into what was his flower name? arranging? Uh, <laughs> yes, no, flor- floristry was actually the form of art that he got into. Like, no, like literally, so. flower arranging is the yeah. actual performance art form. Yeah. So that is what he was doing. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, and he tells you, you know, these sound like good, gentle times. And he says to you, but of course, that was centuries ago. and over time you come to realise that such things are ultimately just a fleeting pursuit. You need to look more long term than love. It's oh. not the it's certainly not the answer to all the problems of the world. That's sad. Did something happen? I grew up. Everyone does eventually. Yeah, but there must have been something that made you change. I came to realise that our Lord Prince, that would be Asmodeus. Yeah, um, so he, he went from Shailen to Asmodeus? Yes, yes he did. Oh my gosh, that's a bit of a jump. <laughs> I came to realise that our Lord that our Lord Prince offered a more long-term view, something more stable. The world cannot sustain itself on <laughs> love and fairy tales. When did that happen? As I say, centuries ago. So you've been Asmodean for quite a long time. Oh, no... 150 years at most. Just a couple of lifetimes of a human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing with hanging out with elves. Yeah. This is why Griff is always like, elf shit. Because he's only <laughs> half elf so. so, So what got you into that? Was there a preacher that came walking down the street and was all like, hey, 
This is a good idea. One does not simply decide to uproot one's life on a whim because a wandering preacher. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone. Not once, you, not once you've properly grown up. No, I sat down, I thought rationally and clearly about the alternatives, what the gods offered me. Of course, I have no, uh, I have no issue with Shailen. Love is fine in its own place and its time, just as one would pay homage to Desna before one was to set foot on a long journey, or Gorham before one was to go to war. But for practical purposes, one must look to the Lord of Contracts, keep things in order and simple. I don't entirely expect you to understand my point of view. You're young, but it will come to you in time. If you are permitted that time, the city is in a disastrous state. Yeah, the Bloodfell's pretty... That's pretty terrifying. Mm, particularly for those of us with more delicate elven constitutions. <laughs> Are you concerned for your health here? Yeah? He has um, penalties to con. He's an elf. <laughs> Inherently, his con is less good than the other normal people's. Of course, yeah, he's husband. married to a it, woman who can cure disease. Yeah. There are a great many benefits to being married to Lady Octavia Mandravius. One of which is her position within the Church of Asmodeus and the level of power that she's capable of channeling from the Lord of Contracts. Yeah. I have no fear of sustaining the veil, but it can be a terrible thing. You have to have caught it before the disease can be removed from you. By the time you've realised you might have unseemly blotches, possibly <laughs> even invisible to other people. Oh my god, it's all genetic. <laughs> Yeah. What is, would Silver do? The ego is all genetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, you just thought it came from his mother. But. <laughs> yeah, I caught it a few weeks ago. It was, it was the second worst thing I've ever had. Ah, terrible. You seem to be fine now, though. No doubt you've been wise enough to take the precaution of uh, finding, a su- finding a suitable woman who has the power to heal you. Um... Oh, of course, of course. The one certainly never uses uses the word around the the word like exclusive around them. (laughs) 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 I love that. (laughs) Silver's quite stunned. (laughs) Um, I have a friend who who is a healer. She's running a clinic. Having a network of such lady friends can always be very helpful. <laughs> Someone's not sure what to say about that network, okay. He's just drawing the obvious conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> of course you'll fly, you're keeping her on a string. Why wouldn't you? You're a bad. She's a teenaged female human. Which makes her much easier to manipulate. And <laughs> disposable. Um... Yeah, no, it, was, it wasn't very present, but I only had a few days, thankfully, because of your help. Excellent. A few days. Remove disease, clean that right up quickly. You're getting a little bit sparse around here. Ah, I see. You need to w- move on to a woman with more connection to the divine. Well, she has the divine powers. She's just unable to access those particular ones just yet. As I said. <laughs> Trade up, buddy. <laughs> In any case, I, I, 
I'd like to meet with you more often, not on a, a formal basis, if you're okay with that. You're an interesting person, and I'd like to get to know you better. So, nod slightly at this. Not to be indelicate, but what's the situation between yourself and your own father? You seem to be making an effort to connect with your proper elven heritage. I guess I didn't really know him terribly much. Maybe it's time you remedied that. Perhaps you should seek him out directly. How would you suggest? Is he within the city? Perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) then were I you I would probably stop playing games and seek his wisdom directly (laughs) can I make a roll here sure (laughs) oh come on can I have five finally I want to know what he goes I got the ring yeah I know I got the ring but I still need a roll over a certain amount Uh, he's he's rolled low has he Yeah. that's promising 18! <gasps> you made what, actually... Oh my gosh. What's your total? Total's 29! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that will beat him... That will succeed with the raise. Whoa. <gasps> so... This is a, you just need to marry that pause on this glorious moment. I'm going to understand <laughs> so everything. You're, you're looking at him and like, this is... His conversation is kind of blatant from a certain yeah. point of view. But also kind of deniable. If you weren't Mordell, you know, you'd just be kind of maybe looking slightly sideways <coughs> and like, your advice is a little odd, but okay, whatever, buddy. Mm. Um, and that's exactly where he's pitching this. Mm. He doesn't know, but he thinks he knows. <laughs> he's, he's, put it this way, he's looking at you, the reason that he's cultivating this relationship is he's about 80% certain. Mm-hmm. But 80% certain is not enough for him to bank on. Yeah. So he's, um... Hedging his bets. Yeah, yeah. he's he's not going to make the first move here. He's mm-hmm. not going to come out and say, excuse me, do you happen to be my son? Yeah. Um, He's trying, he's deliberately here (laughs) trying to goad you into making the first move, but the reason he's doing it is because he's not sure. Yeah, okay. So you still have enough deniability to just walk away from this. Oh, man. What, walk away? Play the game. No, the thing is, if you actually want a relationship with him, like, it's going to need to be a relationship with you. The undercurrent that he is floating there is, like, if you're Mordell then this makes a lot more sense. If you're not, then you're a very strange half-elf who's kind of, you know... <laughs> stalking him. Stalking me a bit. <laughs> and, and I probably don't want to encourage that by having yeah. more meetings with you. Yeah. You need to keep it just vague enough to keep her interested. <laughs> if you want to have a relationship with him, you need to you know, have a relationship and with him. The other thing you'll pick up off that raise yeah. is none of this seems to uh, strike him as being a terribly unusual situation. Mm. Like, you've got this pretty weird game going on where you're yeah. in disguise and talking to your parents, yeah. you know, and this sort of thing. Um, he thinks it's odd. He doesn't think it's that odd. This is a guy who is used to playing extremely elaborate games like this. Yeah. He's assuming you have some sort of end goal or master strategy or whatever because he would. Yeah, okay. 
Um, so what was what I was just saying before? Was, um, uh, he, he was saying, perhaps you should confront your father. Perhaps you should cease playing games and speak to your father about this directly or something like that. Or maybe I should step up the game. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you've got the... You've got a few options here. You could either blatantly come out and say you're Mordell, mm-hmm. which gets you a relationship with your father. You could uh, walk away from this, which case you'll lose your relationship with your father. Mm-hmm. Or you could keep playing, yeah. which is something a Madravius would be used to and maybe earn a bit of his respect, yeah, but I'm which not would sure be a I... lot harder. I'm not sure how to keep playing this game, though. Um, well, you know something that he doesn't know, that you're Mordell. Yeah. Yes. So how can you play with that? You need to... Do you want to? Do you want to play with that? <laughs> it would be fun to play around with that. Um, I'm just trying to think of a way to play around with that. Because right now, if you go back now, you're going back on his pre on his... Uh, condition that you're stop stopping playing games, but you're not oh, playing yeah, a game. Yeah. You're trying to build your own life. Yeah, but if you wanted to, you know, just do your own thing away from him, you wouldn't have to go and have l- lunch with him in the first place. Yeah. If you're actually, if your goal is to get to know your father, at some point you're yeah. going to have to. It depends whether you want to get closer him. or stay or stay at a distance. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. Does she want to go back on his terms or on hers? Well, does she want to go back, period? Because he's just going to start avoiding I think he wants to go back on his own terms. Yeah, so you have to not say that you're more down, but keep him interested in you. Mm. I heard that's Nick. (laughs) Yeah, but then if he finds out on his own... That's fine. It's playing the game. game. Yeah. It's playing the game. That's fine. Oh man. Okay, so so that was the last last sentence. Was Perhaps you should confront your father directly about this. Cease playing games. <coughs> oh man, I'm not good at this. Um, I think of it as a as a in a drama. Like a, like a soap opera. I am perfectly happy to take. You don't need to express your words precisely in order to do it. I'm perfectly happy with you go. Hmm. I could consider that, but blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, you merely need to communicate your intention to the GM. Yeah. Um. I. I think his intention is. That he wishes to communicate that he'd like to go down his own path, but his his family wouldn't approve necessarily. Um, something along the lines of that. And he has to earn his place back. Yeah, he wants to earn him, he wants to earn his place as himself, um, but not as an adult. Yeah. But not as as a as a son. He wishes he wishes to be seen as an adult. Listen. It's an un- it's an understandable thing to be going through. Of course, you're awfully you're awfully young to be making such a decision. The thing you have to keep in mind is that, regrettably, as a half elf, you'll only have a flickering candle flame of a lifetime. But it will still be longer than the humans around you. 
Which is a shame. He just sort of <laughs> shrugs vaguely at that at that concept. It is what it is. We will long outlive we will long outlive them. You will outlive their children, and I will outlive the grandchildren. When one considers that, one has to consider that the most important thing are the long term bonds of family. Real family. But sometimes also that family needs to be flexible. Mm, flexible. <laughs> What's this word? <laughs> this is this non-lawful, slightly chaotic, probably classified as neutral thing. What's this chaotic? <laughs> we will stamp out this weed. And... He nods at this. In ordinary circumstances, you would have the luxury of time to grow into yourself find out meet your father have more time with your father get to know him better learn about your real heritage your family line the things that matter most unfortunately these are not ordinary circumstances the games of politics have been played even now I have word from Iliosa as well you know that this plague has been deliberately spread. Politics are being played in our city, and somebody wishes to see our queen destabilized. Yeah, there's a few other things going on in the background, so that you don't know about, too. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> More wine, thank you. <laughs> Su- such as entice me. There's creatures going around the city. I don't know how many of them you've heard about. He will ponder this for a moment. The vampires of Rakazali? The spawn of Rakazali? I read the reports. Yeah, we discovered them a few months ago. And they've been spreading the plague through the rats. Yep, he nods, knows this. I managed to destroy a pile of rats myself, but there's going to be many more of them, and the vampire, the lead vampire, is still there. Good work for what you saved. This plague is an absolute waste of a life. There's also other creatures. We don't know what the creatures are just yet, but there are other creatures that are not human, elf, dwarf, gnome. Oh? You're welcome to just blah, fox lady. Yeah, blah, fox lady. Does this. Sense motive! Oh, he does. (laughs) 20 years! I'm doing well, finally! It's 31! It's the most I can get! <laughs> Once again, you succeed at that one with a raise. Oh, nice! Thank you, thank you, Ray. You need to marry that one. <laughs> it's only like, working on him! He, he endeavors to play this really cool, like, you know, uh, yeah. like vampires, you know, fox people. That's, yeah. that's all fine. Those are things that are happening in the city. Yeah. And what Silver sees the little micro expressions where you say vampires, and he nods along, like, it probably shouldn't overly surprise Silver. He's the seneschal. He has yeah. an unhealthy interest in you. Or, yeah. in fact, a healthy interest, depending <laughs> yeah. on your point of view. Mm-hmm. So he's following what Silver's... Because all the stuff about the vampires and Rakazelli got reported into him. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the paperwork... To yeah, the paperwork eventually would filter its way up to the seneschal if the seneschal was interested in such things, mm-hmm. which, of course, he is, because yeah. it involves you. Um, 
This fox lady thing, however, has not reached him <laughs> because it hasn't been reported anywhere and you guys are the only ones that know it. And, you know, his little micro-expressions, he freezes slightly on that and his eyes blink a couple of times and he focuses quite intently on you in a subtle way and his eyes narrow <laughs> and he sort of, you know, plays this off like, really? Oh, and that happened at the play, you know, oh, I see, you know, rah, 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 rah. Uh, are you going with Endeavour to fireball the shit out of Iliosa? No, right. no. Yeah. I'm just mysterious saying there's, there's, there's a mysterious, yeah. mysterious fox. Yeah, but involved in the politics of the yeah. city broadly in an yeah. abstract Yeah, I'm not going any more detail than there is yeah. a fox yeah. and it's not human. Yeah. Again, he thinks he knows. He's He's got a pretty good suspicion about what the fox lady thing is about and who that entails and what it all means. But he doesn't know. He just has a. He just has his again eighty percent suspicions. Uh, and what you are telling him is now getting processed into his worldview, and he is nodding and thinking like a calculator again the whole time. <laughs> Wait, if the fox people are involved, that would mean that would mean my theory about. Hmm. <laughs> and again, he just endeavours to flat underplay this to you, like, oh yeah, fox people. This seems to be lighting up some lights in your brain. <laughs> Certainly, you could, you could certainly say it's caught my attention, Silver. What could you tell me about these fox people? That I would be very interested in what else you discover about them. So, you have caught his interest enough to keep him in the game with that. Yes! Because if he doesn't get his confirmation that you're Mordell, he's just looking at going, well... This is not worth it, really. Fuck it, then. I don't, I don't need to come close to you. You need to come closer to me. But yeah. now you're fishing at him. You need to come closer to me. Excellent. So fucking dysfunctional. Yeah. It's a fucking song. This is the major yeah, Games are all that we have. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. You ever watched Smalls earlier? Oh God! That's the um. That's his, what um, it is. It's the Luthers. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> it's um. What Lex um. It's um. Lionel says to Lex, "Whilst we play these games," and Lex says to Lionel, "But Dad, games, games are all we have." <laughs> and uh, unless there's anything else you particularly want to do with that, I think that's probably seen. Yeah, there. you yeah. continue to talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he spills no <coughs> critical information to you, you spill no more critical information to him. Yeah. But you sort of fence and dance and fence around the point <laughs> and, and actually talk in an abstract way about how you or people that you might know, you know, mm. a friend has, you know, feels like this and he says, oh, you know, I once knew a young elf who thought blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a simple conversation for your family. <laughs> Well, as simple as it can be with me wearing a face mask and him going, is he wearing a face mask? Is he not? Yeah. <laughs> or is there somebody else but on the face mask? Yeah, this is if as simple as the go get, get. If you want to get to know him, you're going to have to. Uh, <laughs> I know, and, I'm pushing him in it. And yeah. you can make a perception check here as well to oh, see fuck. something else that might be happening. I've got a zero perception. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a two. <laughs> <laughs> I am oh, really focused you on observe, you, you observe, like, dim... You're, you're very focused on this conversation. You are dimly aware in the background that no one else has come into the cafe and no one has left the cafe. The two sets of girls are still... Yeah. yeah. Sighing and watching you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we've we got our voices low. Yeah, so yeah, people they, they are... Yeah. 
obviously not near enough to follow the conversation, nor are they gathering and pointing at each other and going, oh my yeah. god, they're talking about this. They're just sort of... Just these, these, four, these four girls are watching you. Oh, man. <laughs> but in a way that Silver finds completely normal. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Wow. And Tanith... Uh, you can't make another sense motive check. Oh my god! It's <laughs> 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 Wow, you're doing wrong. You cannot talk to your father without this ring. As twenty nine. <laughs> as far as you can perceive, yeah. Tanith also doesn't react to anyone doing anything unusual. Okay. He may. Or he. 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 His eyes do look at the other woman in the cafe. But he doesn't react to them in any unusual way. I didn't get high that enough. That you can pick up on. I didn't get high enough. On oh, the perception check. I think you got the sense motive check down. Yeah. No, no, the sense motive check you failed as well. Because that's, does Tanith see the thing? I yes. want to see if Tanith sees the thing. Does Tanith let you, do you notice that Tanith sees the thing? Oh my god. So I yeah. probably I probably couldn't have made that because I think he probably can roll yeah. higher than me. But the fact that you can now hit him on his low rolls, yes, <laughs> yeah. I can now match him. Yeah, he also he also rolled an eighteen as well. <laughs> oh, which okay. On his, on his bluff to see if you yeah. saw the thing or not, yeah. with the thing, 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 wow. and thus beats you. Well, come down, <laughs> This is your family. <laughs> yeah, you have to deal with this. Yeah. And again, he, he asks you a string of sort of roundabout questions that in context kind of makes sense about, you know, where you're <coughs> living in the city and sort of gets out, uh, well, endeavours to get out of you that you're living with a Shawante guy and, you know, what's that like and yeah. how's your relationship with him and blah, blah. Yeah. He, like, he's abstractly in- interested in Nakota, but obviously yeah. doesn't say, ha ha, because I think you're Mordell and I think that's Nakota. <laughs> oh, man. Cryptic remarks, cryptic remarks. Yeah. Cute. I love it. (laughs) And... And session that. That is probably that then. So... Political games and endless machinations continue. Yes. You did warn us about that when we first started. Z is in hospital. The city is full of fox people. (laughs) (laughs) And my dad sort of knows what's going on. The fox people secret from the center of the earth secretly run the government? (laughs) He knows about the foxes. (laughs) We'll have to prove (laughs) Elsewhere in plot hooks, there are threats to the city that you haven't gotten up to yet. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs)